0: Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Biana,
1: And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing chapter 12 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Professor Umbridge. Ugh.
0: But first we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts so please feel free to tweet along with us you can use the hashtag wizard team on twitter to follow along
1: and submit to hogwarts bsu a collection of stories fan art etc illustrating what it would be like to be a black hogwarts student check out blackgirlscrate.org for the guidelines and some of our awesome previous submissions
0: love our blog love wizard team have a few extra galleons lying around Please consider becoming a Patronus. We are video recording the Wizard Team episodes, and Patrona have access to those videos. Um, so do that. It'd be fun.
1: Yeah. And if Help you want to donate but can't do a monthly donation, you can send us a cheering charm by donating to our PayPal. You can find those links um, for both Patreon and um, PayPal at blackroseblackrosecreateorg slash donate.
0: Um, and we have Wizard Team merch, so you can go to our website to step up your nerd fashion and stationery game. Um, you should check that out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Get some new some new uh, stickers and mugs and t-shirts.
1: Slow up. Um, and if you have been caught up on the podcast, we were doing a giveaway from the Portia Patterson Philanthropy Network um and we will be announcing our winner today so keep an eye out on our twitter um and probably on our facebook account um to see who the winner is um but we still need and want you to rate and review us on itunes so please do so if you have not already
0: Um, Also subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know and just, you know, generally bless your life, be sure to subscribe and you can do that at BlackGirlsCreate.org.
1: Yes. Um, And now for Wizard King News.
0: So register for Cursed Child, um, New New York tickets if you have not already by tomorrow october 5th that's the deadline um to register for to get your tickets um you most of you have probably heard our review of cursed child at this point um despite our feelings we do advocate going to see the play if you have the means because while it may be trash it is magical trash and so
1: but thorough.
0: like it's it's magical. So yeah. I would, you know, like I think even whether you've read the um read it or not or whatever your thoughts are about it, like it is worth it to see, I think.
1: But um, don't even though the actual plot is not great. or anything like that to see. Yeah. It. Um if you can do it and you can get tickets, it is worth it to see it performed. Um despite And you get the
0: original cast too and they're right. amazing, so.
1: Yes. Noma, except for Cheryl, but that's okay. Um, and you
0: get the Scorpius, too.
1: You get the original or Scorpius. And the actual, gonna say the actual
0: actor. Gym. That's not his name. He's well, amazing. A
1: national, an international treasure. Um, I was going to say a national treasure, but he's not American. Um, <laughs> and this is an American-centric... I mean, that's what we are. Okay, anyway. Um, new... Harry Potter book is coming out about the wands, y'all. All about wands. Wands on wands on wands. And let me tell you, I'm getting it. I don't know how. I don't know when. I got to get some cash, but that's cool. Figure it out. But a whole book. A whole book on the wands. The wand lore. Who has which wand? It looks like a lot of those like behind-the-scenes books. I don't know if you've seen like, the artifacts and um magical things of Harry Potter and then there was another one about like the creatures and it wasn't it's not Fantastic Beasts and stuff but it's more centered around like the movies and the behind the scenes things it looks to be more in that vein which is which is
0: cool but I hope they have some kind of something from like Ollivander or you know what I mean like or some like history of Ollivanders and Grindelwald and like I'm not Grindelwald sorry Grigorovich. um like that kind of thing that would be kind of cool also, speaking of books, Prisoner of Azkaban Illustrated Edition came out yesterday. So if you hadn't pre-ordered like me, or if you just, you know, forgot it didn't pop up on your calendar because technology doesn't love Wizard Team, it came out. Hit up Amazon. Hit up Barnes & Noble. Get some in your life. Prisoner like, of
1: Azkaban, I'm super excited. I'm really serious. excited about it. I'm And
0: Remus. I'm and, Remus. like, The Whomping Willow. The Shrieking And... Shack. And the night bus is like the cover, and it looks amazing. Oh, I'm very excited to get it. Buckbeak. I'm excited.
1: I oh yeah. Also, There's just so
0: much. There's so I much. Forgot.
1: And, That's yeah. But I'm excited, and then you had said like, but it's a trip to Barnes and Noble, and then I got even more excited. Even though I should
0: exactly because I'm like I know I'm gonna go for Bible. that, and then I'm gonna buy at least another book. So I Yay bought a book for spending that money that I
1: literally was doing the math on. I can't get to it. For at least six months,
0: <laughs> and I mean, I am on the same book that I was reading when we were in Ireland, and I bought another book when I bought that book, and there's all those books you got me at the um, ALA, and I feel like there's a couple other books I had out before that I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they're gonna so get if read you go eventually. To, um, Portland, which may not have to happen, but. Whenever I would go to Portland, I would end up at Powell's Bookstore, and I have a whole stack of books just from those trips that I haven't touched. And you know what I'm doing instead? Rereading all 10 Mercy Thompsons.
0: I mean, part of me, like, I used to feel bad about, like, how I fell off on reading but also, I just like books. So even if I don't read it or don't get yeah. to it in like a timely manner, like the fact that they just kind of are around makes me calmer and just like generally happier. So I think that, yeah, I mean,
1: you guys can't see. I also have a billion books, books. Book I'm holding up right now. Yeah, was literally a therapy book. As in at a really rough session, was really sad. There's a bookstore right by my doctor's office and I bought this. Also, I bought this. A couple of minutes after, my brother was like, okay, I put some money in your account so that you can go to dinner. And I bought this book. I don't even feel bad about it. I mean...
0: No, I mean, I think buying books is therapeutic. Reading them is therapeutic. Just, like, sitting in their vicinity. Like, I maybe, or I try to at least once a month just go to Barnes & Noble and, like... I always come out with, like, two to three books, but I also go just to, like, sit there.
1: You know what you, and just you can like, do that at and not spend money? At
0: the library, I know, but I expect to buy the books, and I want to own my books. I don't want to have to give them back after
1: I've read them, so... It's a lot like I have a thing about that.
0: I like libraries. I think they are amazing. I just have a thing about needing to own books and turn my own house into a library, so... It's just um, a thing that I do. Our
1: aunt um, was visiting, and she said the same thing. And I was like, yeah, that's so related. You're my real mom.
0: That's, you know, that's fine. Yeah. But I just, I can't wait to get all the books that are in my mom's house that I have, like, lining the walls. All the organization is messed up, and I just have to, like, ignore it whenever I go home now. But I can't wait to bring them here and then get a really nice bookshelf yeah. or two or three. And then I need a bigger
1: bookshelf. On. My books are... Taking over, I'm okay with it. There's like this um, line in Sex in the City. I don't know why I thought about this, but like Carrie is like <laughs> losing her apartment, and she calculates the cost of like all the stuff in her closet, and she's like, "I will literally be the old lady who lives in her shoes," because like she, the amount of money she spent on like clothes and like high couture, she could have bought her like purchased and owned her apartment. And I'm thinking that might be me. But a lot of these books yeah. I can get for free. Um, a lot of them I got, you know, good deals on. That's good. Doesn't, yeah.
0: I just, I always am like, I go to to the store for like a specific reason, and then I go, st- I beeline to that book, and then I'm like, all right, got that. Now let's have a look around.
1: Following let's the read some
0: some back yeah. of the covers. Let's let's look at these. What's going on here? You know. And yeah, it's it's problematic, but I am who I am, and I've been this way for a very long time and yeah. you know only difference is now I'm spending my own money and not my parents
1: that, that is a huge difference though and it really matters okay it so, is it difference. is a really big difference but it's not why we're here oh. but we should have a book podcast at some point clearly um, we should have a podcast about just like nerd shit just about books and not reading them, but just buying them and be like, hey, so, so today I bought this I, book. Okay, I, so here's a great, seems really
0: cool, but I'm never going to get to it.
1: Here's a great thing um, that I suggest you all read. Nick Hornby, who's actually one of my favorite authors, used to do this um, column in The Believer, but then they made them into um, little collections so you can like read them. And I think the first one is called The Stuff, I, the Stuff I've Been Reading was the column that he wrote and it would be the list of the books he read or the books he bought and then the books he read. And sometimes like the books he read would be so wildly different than the books he bought. And like, I think it's <laughs> called the first one's called stuff I've been reading, but there's been like four collections now. And, like, the last one was like more bath, less less talking, but it was so funny because he's like, I got really into history and you can see his like list of like, all of these like biographies and whatever, and then like he would read like some like novel that wasn't even on the thing, and that, yes, is me. I bought a.
0: It's great. I just came up with a, a title for the book podcast about buying lots of books and not reading them. <laughs> the two
1: to so the the god. I hope I read this list. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was thinking, it's like, what are we, in parentheses, not (laughs) reading? Yes. And then we just talk about things, like, I bought this book, and it seems really awesome, and I haven't read it. Or, like, you know, I'm two chapters in, and I love it. But who knows what I'm going to go back to it.
1: Brandon Taylor on Twitter had this whole, like, list of questions, and then we have to move on, um, about short story collections. And it just really got me thinking, you know, and it was like, how important is it, like, do you read, how do you get collections through the be anthologies? Um, I think one of the questions is, like, how important is it that all of the stories in the collection um, flow together? If it's like a consistent theme or they can they be like really different? And, um, and then he was like, how important is the um, cover? And I was like, literally answered, pretty important if I don't know who, like if I don't know who the author is, because they're obviously like, you know, like Daniel Jose Older's Salsa Nocturna, like I bought that because I've been reading him. Um, same with Patricia Briggs's collection of stories. But I have definitely bought books solely based on the cover. And with no clue, I'm just like, that is pretty. And <laughs> I need it in my life. And I'm also pretty much set on the fact that I'm going to become one of those people that um, collects Jane Eyre edition- copies. Because there's a really pretty one from Barnes & Noble. That's... Yeah. And I want it. And then there's, like, another one that's, like that I saw at the C's bookstore, and I want it. And my copy isn't cute. It's ugly.
0: That's valid. I mean, I'm, you know, everyone knows my mission to collect all of the Harry Potter books that have ever been published. So,
1: that's also there's a that.
0: Good okay, so before we get into <laughs> Harry Potter, we have magical birthdays. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> man... Monday was Wizard Bay Deborah's birthday, so shout out to Deborah, happy birthday! I know, like at this point, it's been like a whole week because she's in Japan. Yeah, but still, um, happy birthday to Deborah! Big and friend. then today is Mag- and today is McGonagall's birthday, so Indeed. it's Libra season now. So shout out to to the
1: Libras, to one of the best to ever um, done it, to ever did done it.
0: Yep. <laughs> Um, And now we're getting into this chapter. Do we have to? We do. Unfortunately, we've we promised. I commit. commitment. We just do a
1: quick summary of this chapter and then skip to the next one. Well, the next one better. isn't much better.
0: So <laughs> it's kind
1: of just where we are. <laughs> I was saying that I was like, In "This the, is the book where nothing is good and you and there's no." Yeah, happiness.
0: I was gonna say. This chapter and the next one both have Umbridge's name in it. So you already know off top. It's not great. It's kind of a problem. Um, So before we get into Harry Potter and the Worst Monday Ever. Previously on Wizard Team, um, we made it to Hogwarts. Harry still hasn't gotten any answers about the Thestrals and doesn't know why he's seeing things that his friends are not seeing. The Sorting Hat had a new song. Um, he dropped a mixtape about staying together and being unified in the face of evil and, and danger. Um, and we sorted Michael Jackson songs. Dumbledore um, and Prince were really close back in the day and share style tips. Um, and Professor Umbridge doesn't know what goes how things go at Hogwarts and interrupted Dumbledore. Um, to talk about her ministry agenda. So, there's that. It's She's kind of worst. like when... Also, um, Seamus... Oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, it's kind of like when Meek Mills went after Drake, and then Drake dropped that, like, really fire thing, and then his, like, Meek Mills's comeback was just like, meh. It was like, mm-hmm. little sorty dropped hot bars, and then here come Umbridge, and it was just like... What I mean, you doing, fam? I guess.
0: It's was a waste of three minutes. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for nothing. Yep. Um, and then also Seamus' mom believes that Harry and Dumbledore are lying and um, Seamus is sort of inclined to side with his mom. So now he and Harry are in a fight. Um, so yeah. Chapter 12. I think it's Professor also important Humbridge.
1: though to say that not only are he and Harry in a fight, Harry is much more um, on guard and defensive and mm-hmm. he likes Seamus and he and he ha- is having these kind of vicious thoughts of like, I'll show them when everyone dies and they'll <laughs> believe me. So it's right, kind of, like exactly. changed he's his like, mindset. In the end they'll
0: will believe me, but. Mm.
1: Yeah. I just in think it's really important to say like it's changed his mindset a little bit. He's got, he's, he's um definitely now a little bit more vicious in mm-hmm. how he's dealing with the attention. All right. Yes.
0: Okay, so, chapter 12. Um, Seamus just dressed at top speed the next morning and left the dormitory before Harry had even put on his socks. Does he think he'll turn into a nutter if he stays in a room with me too long? Um, asked Harry loudly. Don't worry about it, Harry. Said, uh, Dean mutters. He's just... But apparently he was unable to say exactly what Seamus was and after a slightly awkward pause, followed him out of the room. Um, so, just, you know, some Dean appreciation. Just because his homie is beefing with Harry doesn't mean he's beefing with Harry. That ain't got nothing to do with him. Right. He's gonna stay in his lane. He's going to be friends with both of them. And that's how you do. No drama.
1: No more no more drama in my life. I, I don't know. It's okay. okay. <laughs> um,
0: Neville and Ron both gave Harry it's his problem, not yours looks. But Harry was not much consoled. How much more of this was he going to have to take? Um, So they go downstairs and Hermione says, what's the matter? Um, But before she could like fully, you know, give Harry her attention, she notices um, a large new sign that had been put up on the notice board. And it says, galleons of galleons, pocket money failing to keep pace with your outgoings, like to earn a little extra gold, contact Fred and George Weasley, Gryffindor common room for simple part time, virtually painless jobs. We forget that all work Virtually. is undertaken at the applicant's own risk. Virtually. Um, which, it's, and it's still, you're still taking a risk. So, this is a little bit contradictory. That's just not a job notice
1: that I'm responding to.
0: No, not me. Well, but, 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 they are in the Gryffindor common room.
1: So. I mean.
0: We're not Gryffindors. We wouldn't do that shit. I'd be like, that looks sus. Not I, yeah. But they're in the Gryffindor common room, and so the Gryffindors are like, "Oh, this is lit. About to make some extra gold. It's a risk too. Let's get some eternal glory." And that's what's happening. Just not
1: bright. So, like they are. I'm not saying they're stupid. That's a different thing. They're just not. They're not bright. I mean, you know, can't relate. But through.
0: So yeah, they they have the I guess the benefit of being Gryffindors. So they're testing on other Gryffindors who. Like that sort of thing when they're at school. It's weird. I don't know. They are the limit, said Hermione grimly. We'll have to talk to them, Ron. Ron looked positively alarmed. Why? Because we're prefects. It's up to us to stop that kind of thing. Ron said nothing. Harry could tell from his glum expression that the prospect of stopping Fred and George doing exactly what they liked was not one that he found inviting.
1: Yeah, I think this is one of those things where it's another, like, putting kids in charge of kids type of thing, especially someone like, again, this is another Ron should have never been prefect in the first place, but, like, he, his need or desire to not just fit in, but not be a target and to not, I don't know if it's so much that, like, he wants to be cool. Like, he does want to be cool, right? But he also doesn't want to catch the attention of anyone who's going to, like, make fun of him or put him on the spot you know and so in being a prefect that happens a lot
0: and it's also just yeah. like those are his big brothers and he looks up to them you know what I mean like it's also it's like the added part of like it's Fred and George if it, if it was like, right, and I think, like some third great year I think he would people, be less
1: um, hesitant and under um, who don't have any power <laughs> or whatever but like that's not the job
0: Right. Nope. And I also think that he would still not totally see the problem with it if it wasn't. Like, even if it was some other random Gryffindor, I don't think he'd see the problem with it. But if Hermione was like, we have to go talk to them, he'd he'd be like, yeah, all right, it's fine. But also, I am a very strong advocate for Ron being fired. So, yeah. So Hermione asks Harry, what's up? Um, Seamus reckons Harry's lying about... You know who, said Ron. Hermione, who Hermione? Er, sorry. Who Harry had expected to react angrily on his behalf, sighed. Yes, Lavender thinks so too, she said gloomily. Been having a nice little chat with her about whether or not I'm a lying, attention-seeking pret, have you? Harry said loudly. No, said Hermione calmly. I told her to, get, to keep her big, fat mouth shut about you, actually. And it would be quite nice if you stopped jumping down Ron and my throat, Harry, because if you haven't noticed, we're on your side. Um, I love how over yeah, I him mean, and this she is, is the, but still like supportive. This
1: is also like the one issue. I mean, not one, but this is an issue that the movies definitely overlook, and um, and so people that haven't read the books, and I think even some people who read the books but aren't haven't read them that closely overlook, is that at this point, like Harry and Hermione are siblings, and you can be can, like boy you're so tripping Mm -hmm. that you're getting on my nerves but also I got you so shut up (laughs) you know what I mean like those are not like incongruent things
0: right that's basically what she's saying she's like dude we're like wow she's like dude I'm on your side so just chill out fam like Like, and both
1: of those things can be I'm on your side and
0: you're tripping you can be
1: morally right uh, and tripping which you are, congratulations. Um, hmm. Portia says, "Check yourself before you wreck yourself." <laughs> like serious, Harry, or yourself and serious. Oh, go sit with Connie.
0: It's true. It's very true.
1: Before you wreck yourself and wreck serious, because <laughs> serious is about to get wrecked. <sighs>
0: if it makes you feel any better we have like six months
1: right yeah
0: yeah like six months i'm sorry (laughs) let's move on um there was a short pause sorry said harry in a low voice that's quite all right said hermione um then she shook her head don't you remember what dumbledore said at the end of the at the end of term feast last year Um, Harry and Ron both looked at her blankly, and Hermione sighed about you-know-who. He said, His gifts for spreading discord and enmity is very great. We can fight it only by showing an equally strong bond of friendship and trust. How do you remember stuff like that? asked Ron. I listen, Ron, said Hermione. So do I, but I couldn't tell you exactly what. Um, And before Hermione cuts him off, um, part of it is like, yeah, she listens, but... I think, and I've, I think I've said this before. Like, she has a photographic yeah, memory. There's no other way. Like, she has. There's no way. There's no way. It's been, like, two months. There's no way you remember something Level with of that. Publicity. Like, that you could just quote specifically. Right. Like, you could be like, oh, remember when you said that thing about, you know, you gotta be friends because that's what Voldemort goes after. Cool. Like, that's, you know, that's different yeah. <laughs> than quoting verbatim. Also, I will say, this is what they took from... So the scene where Luna and Harry are talking about the uh, the, by the Thestrals, and and Luna's like, "I think he'd want them to divide, or he'd want to divide us, or something like that." Um, That's where this comes from.
1: But give it to Luna because so we're clear.
0: Mm, (laughs) I I like Luna. I don't like that scene. I also really don't like that movie. So we have time. We've done without it because there are other moments that we could have. Just said. we have time. Other moments with Luna that we could have had. That's all I'm saying. Okay, let's move on. Um, The point, said Hermione loudly, is that this sort of thing is exactly what Dumbledore was talking about. You know who's only been back two months and we've started fighting among ourselves, and the Sorting Hats warning was the same. Stand together. Be united. And Harry said it last night, uh, retorted Ron. If that means we're supposed to get matey with the Slytherins, fat chance. Well, I think it's a pity we're not trying for a bit of inner house unity, said Hermione crossly. Which, exactly. And, you know, part of that is not... It's not one-sided. Like, the Slytherins do have to be willing to reach out and be friends with the Gryffindors, and I'm sure there are yeah. some. Like, I think when they say the Slytherins, they're thinking of Malfoy and Crabbe and Goyle, but that's... And Pansy. That's four people out of an entire house. Like, there has to be someone there. But you could be like, hey, what's but, up?
1: And What's also, going on? To be, we should be friends. Like, like we said before, like, it doesn't... Have to just be Slytherins. Like they Mm -hmm. go to the most extreme. Well, if that means we gotta be friends with the Slytherins, then like go find a Hufflepuff. Go find a Ravenclaw and chill. Right. And then maybe you work your way towards the Slytherins. But also don't have like animosity towards them. And so like going way back to when we first met Malfoy and stuff, and we were both like, if I don't like you, I just don't mess with you. Like I just leave you. I let you live exactly. your life, and I live my life. Like, just start there. Start there.
0: Stop That's really easy. That's each so. Other. I mean, it's not with math. Malf- it's not easy with Malfoy, only because my dude is waiting around corners, every corner, And behind closets, and like in the like behind the tree in the little suit of yeah. armor. He's waiting just to pop out and be like, "Aha! I'm the worst. What's up with you, Potter?" Like. My dude is kind of stalking Harry, but besides that, leave him alone. Let him be. (laughs) Um, So they reached the marble staircase, and a line of fourth-year Ravenclaws were crossing the entrance hall. They caught sight of Harry and hurried to form a tighter tighter group, as though frightened he might attack stragglers. Yeah, we really ought to try and make friends with people like that, said Harry sarcastically. I mean, that was a lot. But... He's like is Harry known for being dangerous and volatile and like, I'm going to attack you. That seems like.
1: I do. I do agree with that. I'm not by any means going to like defend like that kind of behavior, but also at a certain point, like Harry needs to know himself enough to know that that's ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. like, I just feel like there's bigger fish to fry than the, the Ravenclaw's, who, you know what I mean? Like when it's umbrage, or I
0: mean, I think part of it, right, is that that's true. But I think part of it, right, is like these are microaggressions. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so it's you know he just got through with that whole thing with Seamus all the way like on his trip to Hogwarts. There have been people. Whispering about him and like get cutting eyes at him and like hurrying to get a closer look or tight forming tighter groups to run away or like that first year who got super scared when he saw him, like those kind of things have all been happening in like very quick succession for the last like two days. Um, and so I think it's just like another thing to add on, yeah. To and it. I, I don't um,
1: disagree with that. I think so, my um, my initial reaction to this though is you have to. And I I think I said this before when it's, like, it's unfair that, like, this is... The onus is put on the person, like, on the victim and not, like, the society. But you... When you're going through things, like, you have to steal yourself and protect yourself from certain things. Like, you have to put on a suit of armor. Because... Like... The challenges that he faces are so much bigger that if he lets... And, like, the microaggressions, he lets him be, like chip away at him and chip away at him and then he's not able to like steal himself for like the actual like big threats. Again he's a kid and like this is hard for adults and I'm not you know what I mean like it's just kind of a lesson Mm -hmm. to be learned. And it's
0: new to him as well like it's a, (laughs) It's a skill
1: that you have to like hone you know I'm not saying that like oh you know this is a fault of Harry but I just do, I feel like if he, and then also if he would have had better guidance, um, which we'll let Amani get to that eventually, but, like, (laughs) um, he would have been able to say, like, okay, those things are going to happen, and I have to, like, compartmentalize, and, like, that's their problem, that's not my problem, because... The things that are his problem are, like, much bigger. And by letting these little <laughs> microaggressions chip away at him, it makes him less, it, like, lessens his fortitude against the big things that are coming.
0: Right. Um, mm, okay, so they go into the Great Hall um, and check again to see if Haggard is back and he's not. Um, Dumbledore didn't even mention how long Grubbly Plank was staying, Harry says. Maybe, said Hermione. What, said Harry and Ron together. Maybe he didn't want to draw attention to Hagrid not being there. What do you mean, draw attention to it, said Ron? How could we not notice? Um, which is kind of true. I mean, Hagrid is a big part of Hogwarts, so it makes sense. But also drawing attention to, to Hagrid not being there could also potentially draw attention to, like, plans that but are it's happening also so. he's a big part um, of
1: hogwarts for them like if you look at like Luna's reaction well and stuff, for them and but i think i'm thinking for Umbridge. No, no
0: no no but i mean like he's still yeah but i'm saying like he may he's a big he's like a bigger part of yeah. hogwarts for them right but i still think that like a big half giant walking around all the time whether you're taking his class or not it's still it's going to be like yeah. seared it's like the it, I mean I hate to make this comparison but it's like the giant squid right like it's he's, he's integral to like Hogwarts in yeah. that experience whether you like like his classes or whether you took but his, his classes like you know what I mean like he's still like in it but I
1: think the thing is is that I
0: think that it definitely make it I think it stands out more to Harry and Ron and Hermione than it does to anyone else but I do yeah. think it's noticeable but I think
1: what I what Hermione's trying to say and what like Dumbledore is and not drawing attention to his absence is because he's not an integral part of Hogwarts for Umbridge right and so if everyone else makes a big deal about who's Hagrid Hagrid, then Umbridge is going to be like oh this is not normal where's Hagrid what's going on you know which kind of happens anyway when he comes back because he comes back Super haggard, like, but still. <laughs> so um, so haggard, like. Um. So
0: Angelina appears. I do want to say really quickly that she's described as a tall black girl with long braided hair. Um. I don't know that we've talked about this on that podcast, on this podcast before. Sure. Um. But black is not a description. I don't know what she looks like. Nope. Just because she's black doesn't mean. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. I mean, she's no one else I mean, has like, been described as white. Is, she, is all I'm saying.
1: Is her is her face like, round? Is it oval? Is it heart shaped? Is she plump? I mean, I'm assuming she's in shape because she plays Quidditch, but Quidditch is really just flying on a broom. So, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, does she have freckles? Is she light skinned? Is she dark skinned? Is she medium complected? Like, what if right. she went to Fenty Beauty? What would her color palette be?
0: these right. things these are all things these are all things that that, that are important does she and like i mean you, brown know, eyes? you don't have does to be have like cold she black was
1: eyes. Is she f-
0: <laughs> and i mean you don't have to go into like this this girl with like chocolate complexion and perfect nails and wide nose and but just like saying that somebody's black does not really mean anything other than that brains. they're black like robin and i are are related like we got same blood And we don't look identical. (laughs) Like, so I just, I feel like there needs to be. And this is not just for Joe and, you know, also kind of just taking into account when this was written. But even still, no, there's no excuse. Um, But there are still books that come out now that have race as description or ethnicity as description, and that doesn't actually mean anything. So. And then also, putting that out there
1: as a PSA. Why people can get all upset about a black Hermione, because Hermione is described. Bushy hair, big teeth, smart. And that's a descriptor, even though mm-hmm. she doesn't describe her color. She could be any of those.
0: I mean, and also bringing that into account, she explicitly says certain people are black and uses that as a descriptor and does not say it for the people who are like default mm-hmm. white, um, which is another problem and another thing that a lot of books do. Um, So if you're an aspiring writer, you are in the middle of your manuscript, you got a publisher, you like about to win at life and everything, you know, congratulations. Also, checking on those descriptors um, and falling into that like trap of default whiteness because it is a a problem. And we should stop doing that. And it's a trap. Don't Don't do it.
1: it. I believe in you. I believe in Um,
0: you. Alright, so... (laughs) <laughs> the reason that angelina um shows up or is walking over to them is because she's a made gryffindor quidditch captain um nice one says harry uh he suspected that angelina's pep talks might not be as long-winded as oliver's had been which would be which could only be an improvement which i mean you know we've talked about oliver before
1: i mean i feel like the oliver but i just want to take another moment they're gonna miss him
0: no, it's not even shade. He was a one. He was a great captain. He, you know, he's the reason they won in uh 1994 in the spring of 1994, they won the Quidditch World Cup. He's brilliant. He, they won the House Cup. He also takes Quidditch a little bit too seriously. The House Cup, you right. Um also, you know, just just once more, I just feel like we should just take a moment of silence for his roommates. And then we can move on. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah.
1: They went, they went through a lot.
0: Yeah. They. You know, it's, it's cool. Gryffindor was a really great team while they were there, but they also had to deal with Oliver and Percy. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so um, we, uh, we need a new keeper now that Oliver's left. Tryouts are on Friday at 5 o'clock, and I want the whole team there, all right? Mm-hmm. Then we can see how the new person will fit in. Okay," said Harry, and she smiled at him and then departed. Um, "I'd forgotten what had left," said Hermione vaguely. "I suppose that'll make a uh, that'll make quite a difference to the team," I suppose," said Harry. He was a good keeper. Still, it won't hurt to have some new blood, will it?" said Ron. Which you know, sounds like foreshadowing.
1: Sounds a little bit like Ron has a plan.
0: Yep, he's plotting on Birdman hand rub right now. That's what he's doing. Um, okay, so, the owls come, (laughs) um, and Harry is not expecting mail because the only other person that he corresponds with was Sirius, and he just saw him yesterday, so there's really no point in writing. Um, Hermione, however, um, is taking the Daily Prophet still. What are you still getting that for, said Harry. I'm not bothering. Load of rubbish. It's best to know what the enemy are saying, said Hermione, and she unfurled the newspaper and disappeared behind it. I will say that Harry wasn't even reading it when he was taking it so i mean you know he's just saving right. money at this point he's just being smart if you're not going to be if you're with not going to have a close because read of it like, the whole summer like the whole summer he was looking at the front page and being like nah I'm not, it doesn't say anything so i'm moving on um so i just feel like yeah
1: he's really like um like a fox news viewer or like a, not just a fox news viewer that's me like a cable news viewer who's like breaking news and listens to the exact same story over and over and over again, thinking that they have a complex Mm -hmm. and deep understanding of the issues.
0: Yep. Um, Really quickly, just in the chat, this doesn't have to do this point, but something that Portia said um, is that she had a thought that while colonizing wizards were worried about the magical uses of creatures like dragons' body parts, black wizards were enhancing lives with aloe, shea, and cocoa butters. Um, I concur. She's an
1: academic, y'all. Just.
0: Madam C.J. Walker was a witch. It's, you know. We,
1: we, we've we discussed this in our celebration mm-hmm. of the great wizards of black history. Um, also, just in case you didn't know, of course, she's an academic. You should listen to what she has to say.
0: It's true, it's very true. Um, okay, so then McGonagall comes through, oh, well, there's nothing in the newspaper about Harry or Dumbledore, um, and then McGonagall comes through, um, with some bad news. Mm -mm. So, yeah, um, look at today, groaned Ron, history of magic, double potions, divination, and double defense against the dark arts. So on their Monday, their first day back to Hogwarts, they've got Benz, Snape, Trelawney, and Umbridge. It's bad. Like, just having Snape and Umbridge in the same day feels like cruel and unusual punishment. And then you have to add, like, two more incompetent teachers. And I just feel like... There's nothing really to, like, I mean, you know, scheduling is a difficult job. And, like, maybe they don't have a spell for that shit, and this was the only way she could make it work and whatever. But, like, this is rough. Yeah.
1: I personally feel like you, I mean, the roster is so low that besides a McGonagall class and a Flitwick class at this point, like, what are you really looking forward to? Um,
0: A Sprout class, yeah, maybe?
1: Yeah, a Sprout class. I mean, even
0: Care of Magical Creatures, right? Like, Hagrid's not great, but it's not like, it's not like you're going in there and you're going to be bored. You're not bored and you're not being bullied. not learning much, but you're not bored. I mean, that's a low, that's a low bar. It's a low bar, but you're not bored and you're not being bullied. And like, with Grubbly Plank there, at least you're also being educated. Yeah. You know? Eh. what are you going to do? Like, but that's about it. I mean, that is, like, half their class, right? Like, half their classes. They're taking eight of them, yeah, something right? something like that. So, 50%-ish, because Haggard's class is still not. Great, but you're not bored and you're not bullied,
1: so. I love that that's the standard. You're not bored and you're not bullied. Right? Right? You gotta be better, Hogwarts. It's a,
0: it's a bit, um, we really do. We really do. Oh, man. This is rough. I'm not send. I'm not sending Aminata. We gonna get. She's gonna get mm. her letter, and I'm gonna be like, mm, "Girl, <laughs> we gonna have to do, go do some research first. <laughs> oh my it's goodness! Not worth it. Yikes! It's not. Um. So Ron says, "I wish Fred and George would hurry up and get those skiving snack boxes sorted." Do mine ears deceive me? Said Fred, arriving with George. Hogwarts prefects surely don't wish to skive off lessons look what we've got today said Ron grumpily this is the worst Monday I've ever seen fair point little bro said Fred you can have a bit of nosebleed nugget if you or cheap if you like why is it cheap said Ron because you'll keep bleeding until you shrivel up we haven't gotten an antidote yet "Listen," Um, said George cheers said Ron moodily but I think I'll take the lessons yeah mm. yeah. yeah you what? don't want to lose all your blood although with Madame Pomfrey there
1: no no because then you have to go and tell Madame Pomfrey what you did. Mm. Do you?
0: She's not gonna give you like a. She's not gonna check to see what you've eaten. In my head canon, Madame is gonna you you
1: Sit there. Oh, so you did this to yourself? Shh.
0: Well, no, but she doesn't have to know that you did it to her to yourself. That's the point. No one knows about the sky. You would have, have to know yet. though
1: to um, help because it's a magical like. Injury, you need to know the magic that caused it to reverse it. Mm, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) Hermione went to Madame Pomfrey as a cat. And she fixed that shit with no questions asked. So I think a nosebleed, it'll be fine. All right. (laughs) She was a literal cat. Like, there was clearly some shit going on and she didn't ask a question. So she's a real one. Hermione's
1: black. And she likes her.
0: Um, I mean, it could be all of those things. <laughs> um, so, speaking of your skiving snack boxes, said Hermione, you can't advertise for testers on the Gryffindor notice board. Says who, said George, looking astonished. Says me, said Hermione. And Ron. Leave me out of it, said Ron hastily. Um, so... Ron. Just go hand in your badge. Like, just go talk to McGonagall and be like, look, I know Dumbledore saw something in me, but I don't really think I'm up for it. So why don't you go give this to Dean? He'd be really great. And move on with your life.
1: This is really bothering you. I think
0: that would be a great idea. It's annoying.
1: <laughs> you have, like, real feelings about this.
0: He, he, just has to, he just has to leave. Or just, you know, not be prefect. He doesn't have to leave. He doesn't have to, like, doesn't need to sit down or anything. He just needs to, like, not be captain of the team. Who gave him that right? Dumbledore. <sighs>
1: Dumbledore. Just saying.
0: Every time I want to love you, Dumbledore, you do stupid stuff yeah. like this. Why are you like um, that? So. Um, Okay.
1: Okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, Hermione glared at him. Fred and George sniggered. You'll be singing a different tune soon enough, Hermione. You're starting your fifth year. You'll be begging us for a snack box before long. And why would starting fifth year mean I want us even snack box, Asked Hermione. Fifth year is OWL year. So? So you've got your exams coming up, haven't you? They'll be keeping you your noses so hard to the grindstone that they'll be rubbed raw. Half of our year had my... Minor breakdowns coming up to OWL, said George happily. Tears and tantrums. Patricia Sh- 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 Swimp- Stimpson kept coming over faint. Kenneth Taller came out in bo- boils, you remember? That's because you put a Bulba ducks powder in his pajamas. Oh, yes, said Fred Grinning. I'd forgotten. Hard to keep trapped sometimes. Portia has a thing about that: So, fun, and
0: it's, true. It's, it's true. It's very true. I will say, I still stand by my theory that, like, even if Fred is the one who, like, executes the situation, like, George has a say in it. Like, George is one of those silent, cruel types where he's just like, yeah, we should do this. And then he just stands on the side. This sounds, though, like, that's my my personal personal thing. thing. Because George is reminding him. It does a little bit. I also am wondering what Kenneth Tower did.
1: He did something he shouldn't have. Like,
0: what were you doing, fam? He did something. That's not. I'm mean, on the wrong
1: side of the wrong one. Hate to
0: blame the victim, but I just
1: where the victim blame though. It's
0: been sick. It's been at that point. It had been five years. You know not to mess with friends. <laughs> not want you, fam. Um, also, the other thing I want to say is that we did get two other um, names from uh, their year. Yeah. I'm. A, I don't know what house Patricia is in, but Kenneth, I'm assuming, is a Gryffindor because had he, they had access to his pajamas. Yeah. So that's cool. We have, um, they live with Kenneth and two other people probably. Lee. So it's lit. Oh yeah, Lee. Duh. So we have one other person. Lee, Kenneth, Fred, and George, and sounds someone like else, who else else who I hope is Kenneth's friend. <laughs> really, <laughs> Lee, Kenneth, Fred, like, George. sounds like the, that sounds the like a new, not
1: Melville, uh, A uh, Bibb, DeVoe, no, new edition. Kenny and Mike. Something. You know what? What? Voiceman? Oh,
0: that's a New Edition. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky yeah, and Mike. Mike I, that's Ricky not what Mike. Kenneth Lee, Fred Jesus and George sounds like, though. Said,
1: George, Kenny and Lee. If, you, if I like the girl, who cares who you like? <laughs> Sorry. I tried.
0: Okay. Anyway. It's, it's fine. Um, so anyway, it's a nightmare of a year the, f- the fifth, said George. If you care about exam result, results anyway. Fred and I managed to keep our spirits up somehow. Yeah, you got, what was it? Three OWLs each? Um, so does that mean they're only taking three classes? That seems like a really light schedule. Yep.
1: I feel like, but, though, you, you know, probably...
0: That's cool, because it gives them more space to, like, take. to like do what they actually want yeah, to do. Yeah, but so. I also
1: feel like they probably can take... Because, um, like... When Harry wants to take potions and it's like, oh, you got outstanding but you needed an exceeds expectations type of thing. Um, I don't it just says you got three. I'm assuming that means that they got
0: That means pumped. you passed. That means they passed. But when they say they got three ODLs, those are the ones that they passed. So if they got exceeds expectations,
1: acceptable or outstanding. Um, yeah, so I feel like though there might there must there might be some like remedial charms or something if you didn't. You know what I mean? Because, like, in college, for example, well, there was, like, a um, a math class that you could take. I know that... I a friend told me about it. I don't know. But, uh, so. um, that if okay. you... Um, it, it didn't count. Like, you didn't get, like, credit for it, but you needed it to say that, like, I can do... To, like, graduate so you could say, like, I can... I am capable of, like, a level of math that, like, mm-hmm. we don't want anyone with this diploma to, like, not be capable of. Forget what it's called, but it's, like, level-setting courses, I guess. It's, like, you're not going to major in this thing, and you're not going to be amazing, but, like, you could at least, like, understand basic concepts and things like that. So maybe they have to do some mm-hmm. of
0: those. I mean, you know, I think that's a, that's a nice sentiment. <laughs> but it's It's <laughs> and also it'll say in like a little bit like it like, or, like even just thinking forward to Half-Blood Prince like there are classes that Harry could no longer take like he had to drop because he didn't pass them mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it was that was what it was or even like Neville at the end he earned in the next book he didn't pass transfigure or he didn't get like above a certain um grade in transfiguration and McGonagall was like nah you can't take my class so sorry yeah um so, yeah, I think they're just taking three classes. But they also don't really care, right? Because they say, or Fred says that they feel that their futures lie outside the world of academic achievement. Um, we seriously debated whether we were going to bother coming back for our seventh year, said George Brightly. Now that we've got, but he breaks off at a warning look from Harry um, and changes direction and says, now that we got our OWLs. I mean, do we really need our, uh, I don't really want to spell out that whole acronym. So I'm just saying newts because it's easier.
1: Any N-E-W-T. Any
0: no, um, do we really need Newts? Um, but we didn't think Mum could take us leaving school early. Not on top of Percy turning out to be the world's biggest prat. So you know they're they're yeah. considerate. They think about family and things. Familial
1: mm-hmm. obligation. Um,
0: we're not going to waste our last year here. Yeah. Um, we're not going to waste our last year here, though, said Fred. We're going to use it to do a bit of market research, find out exactly what the average Hogwarts student requires from his joke shop, carefully evaluate the results of our search, and then produce the products to fit the data. That day. is such like, good business. they're not businesses. taking a... they taking a business class? Because... I was going to say, because they're not, like... Is there, like, a magical business class that we don't know about? <laughs> because they are on top of it. And if that's just them and their, like, instinct, that's okay. interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean... I wondered that too because um, Maggie Brevig, <laughs> when she did her public and private sector thing, like there are there are very few options that you can go into, leaving um, Hogwarts, which is public um, service, working at the ministry, um, things like that, and then small businesses, like small mom and pop type shops and things, and so you do need to have a certain amount of like business acumen. For, like, is there an mm-hmm. entrepreneurship course that they should be taking in their seventh year? You know? I think a lot of it does come yeah. to, like, a lot of people do apprenticeships in this world, I would assume. But, yeah, it would be nice. Otherwise, they're just geniuses.
0: I mean, yeah, I think that might just be what it is. Because, like uh, Toya says, Hogwarts doesn't even have a basic health class. So you that know, we know I of. Just, I don't have a lot of hope. Other than the ones that we... Other than the ones that we're told, it's, like, not really clear that they have classes that probably would help them as they grow into adults. But it's fine. Um, So... But where did you get... Where are you going to get the gold to start a joke shop? Asked Hermione. You're going to need all the ingredients and materials and premises, too, I suppose. Um, So Harry, because he... Um, doesn't want Ron and Hermione to know that he gave them money and because he does not know how to be subtle, drops his fork um, and dives down to retrieve it. And he hears Fred say, ask us no questions and we'll tell you no lies, Hermione. Um, Come on, George, if we get there early, we might be able to sell a few extendable ears before herbology. So Fred and George leave. Um, What does that mean, said Hermione? Does that mean they've already got some gold to start a joke shop? You know, I've been wondering about that, said Ron. They brought me a new set of dress robes this summer, and I couldn't understand why they got the galleons. Um, Harry decided it was time to change the subject and says, do you reckon it's true this year's going to be really tough because of the exams? Oh, yeah, said Ron. Bound to be, isn't it? OWLs are really important. Affect the jobs you can apply for and everything. We get career advice, too, later this year. Bill yes. told me. So you can choose what newts you want to take next year. Um, so at 15, they have to... Like it's the the how they do well on this test affects what jobs they can take when they graduate, like at fifteen, and then they have to be able to decide that. Um, and they also get career advice, which I think like career advice, sure, but like all these people, and that's also my favorite chapter. I just also want to say, that was of I was glad, it's the list. best. I can't wait till we get there. But, but it's the best, oh, it's the best chapter ever, in um, the best book ever. So it's awesome. Anyway, um, we get. It's all very young, and then it's also just the fact that, like, all these people have to enter the world, and, like, as a kind of fully formed adult, as, like, the age of 17, 18, which is terrifying.
1: Yeah, but again, like I I said, I think last um, episode, they're still kind of in the middle ages where 17, 18 was, like... A good eight, you know, like that's grown. People are getting married and stuff. But I mean,
0: that's true. But they live until like a hundred and ten. So then, like, right. really, that just seems like you would want more time.
1: Yeah, but I also feel in like, school, like you know, you can maybe, go or at through least the option chapters of life and get new, um, you know, like career change or. I'm gonna go write a book now. I don't know. I really, I don't know. I don't think she thought it out that. Well, so in my brain, still still throwing things. Um, in my brain, Mm -hmm. it is more open to exploration because you are so young when you're finished school. And then, if there are like post graduate things, right? Because doesn't Hermione do like some extra study? No,
0: she goes back to Hogwarts to finish her last year, she She doesn't go nowhere else. Yeah, but that's, like, very job-specific. That's, like, that's not really, like, going back to school. That's, like, you have to do this in order to get yeah. this job. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's different. Like, you're still going to the ministry. Or, it's like if you were at, in the, you decided you were going to go be in, like, I don't know, the FBI. Um, because I just randomly thought of the show. You gotta go to Quantico.
1: Quantico. <laughs> and, like,
0: they go back. Yeah. So they go to Quantico and they train. But that, that's not, like, it's not grad school. You know, I mean, kind of is, which is fine. I mean, you don't have to go to grad school, but you're seventeen. Like, go somewhere. It just seems like a very young age, especially if you don't know anything about health. But I guess because you have spells, maybe you can.
1: Yeah, I just feel like how don't know, are their evenesco that herpes away? Don't...
0: Well, the healers have to go to more school because you know what I mean. It's like how doctors have to go to more school. So there's yeah, that's certain, um, like. Career paths that you have to go to more school, but that's not all of it. And I think it's like kind of in the way that you do like residencies when you're a doctor. You know what I mean? So you like go to say Mungos. It's not like you go to another school.
1: Yeah, but I guess you know it would I mean? more of like practical. So there are a lot of like grad. There's no like, there's that no like
0: university program. you can go to to study medicine and then also study. I'm saying there's no like university where you can study like medicine and also. I mean, R, and also like like advanced
1: herbology or you know whatever that yeah I definitely do think that called you know what I mean it's not like you specialize in that but I think that's still to me like a post-secondary education yeah
0: I just I just worry or like think that it's not as like formalized as it could be um, and I also think about, like, once you're there, can you change? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's kind of one of the things about going to college that's really helpful is that you may go in there thinking, like, I'm going to do this, but you have the opportunity and like, ability, especially kind of early on, to change your direction, and it's not really clear that that's the thing that you can do. And that's
1: why I think that they probably have the a good level of, like, apprenticeships, because if you did decide, like, oh, I want to change... You can go be an apprentice somewhere, but you've got your, you know, your GED, basically, your high school diploma. And then everything like that comes I from mean, like a year or so of apprenticeship, except for a certain work.
0: I mean, I think it's possible. But it's also yeah. a headcanon. Which is fine, but it's also oh, like... no, know for sure. There's just nothing in... Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on. Um... Do you know what you want to do after you leave Hogwarts? Uh, Harry asked. Not really, said Ron. Except, well, what, said Harry. It'd be cool to be an R. Yeah, it would, said Harry fervently. But they're like the elite. You have to be really good. What about you, Hermione? I don't know, said Hermione. I think I'd like to do something worthwhile. An R is worthwhile. Yes, it is, but it's not the only worthwhile thing, said Hermione thoughtfully. I mean, if I could take SPEW further. Harry and Ron carefully avoided each ho- looking at each other. Um, which oh. is... Annoying. But, also, um, I think that, like, so we talked about this, um, when we were at LeakyCon in the Cursed Child panel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cursed Child debate. Um, and someone asked the question about, um, Swear Lord, I keep the secrets if you haven't already, but also it's been a while, um, about Hermione being made the Minister of Magic, mm-hmm. um. And I think one of the things about that is that, like, yeah, being Minister of Magic is, is, like, a worthwhile position. It's powerful and all that kind of stuff. But the way that Hermione's talking here, um, which especially when she, like, name-drops SPW, it's very much about, like, changing things. And once you kind of become a part of, like, a system and, like, um, have to end up dealing with bureaucracy and all that kind of stuff, you make a lot of um, compromises and you also... It's just harder to kind of, like... Change those structures um, from like the inside, or like you know, like dismantle those things. Whereas like her, what, what Hermione's talking about is dismantling systems of oppression, yeah. um, which is just not the same as like becoming Minister of Magic. And like, sure, you there are things you can do there, um, but also in the cursed child, again, spoiler alert, um, households aren't a thing, and she doesn't think about that or seem to mention it or anything. At all. It's also fan um, fiction, so... Which I think was a miss and I didn't notice until just now. It's also fan fiction, so it's fine. Um, it's not fine, but you still. Um, go see it. It's magical trash. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so I just I just appreciate that, like, in this moment, she's very much, like, I don't know specifically what I do. I do know I want to make change. And, like, yeah, being an R is worthwhile, and it's a way to make change, but she's very much thinking on, like, the things that she, like, the things that she specifically wants to dismantle and like restructure within the society as someone who's only been in this world for like five years, right? Like she's already seeing these like holes and wanting to target those as opposed to being like, Oh, I just want to join the yeah. workforce and be like a passive member of society. Yeah. Um, um, so, Toya yeah.
1: brings up the fact that she agrees with me about the um, apprenticeship. So if you want to be a teacher, you study under a Harvard professor. If you want to open a business, you study under an established business owner, etc. And that brought to mind McGonagall's story on Pottermore. And I believe that mm-hmm. she was working. Remember, because we were talking about. Um, like she was working at Hogwarts when she met her husband. Or who would become her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, why can't I?
0: No, she was wa- she was working at the ministry. Oh, I
1: thought she was working at Hogwarts.
0: She was working in the ministry when she met him, and then she didn't want to work there anymore, and so she wrote to Hogwarts and was like, do y'all have any jobs open, and then she went to Hogwarts. But she was
1: not, um, she wasn't, let me pull this up, hold on, sorry.
0: I think what you're, I think what you're thinking about is that when she went to Hogwarts, Dumbledore was still a transfiguration professor, so sure, she probably did train under him, but she was in the ministry when she met Homeboy. Like, dude wasn't a professor.
1: Yeah, she had been offered a position in the Ministry of Magic, Department of Magical Law Enforcement. Um, she went home and telling, to tell her parents of her engagement. The next morning, we're nervous about her parents' house. Doubly colored by the fact that she had recently suffered an emotional crisis. She... Um, missed Scotland, so after two years at the Ministry, she was offered a prestigious promotion, yet found herself turning it down out at Hogwarts whether she might be considered for a teaching post and they offer her a job in the Transfiguration Department under the head of the department Albus Dumbledore. But that's a mm-hmm. there's a job there. You know what I mean? So like what cause
0: there's a job but and like I'm sure maybe maybe then she becomes like a TA or something that's possible. Yeah. But I mean we've seen Hagrid there is no teaching class like school. There's that's right, that doesn't is exist. Right which why I'm sorry. At the very least, not in Britain. In the, Britain, in the British wizarding world, there is no teaching school. Right.
1: And so what i
0: like, we that's a fact. Well, that's
1: what I, but I'm saying that I feel like a lot of it is through apprenticeships and then working your way up until you can do that, unless you, you know, unless nepotism, in which case you can just become a professor teaching children right away.
0: But mm-hmm. There also just seems to. Be- I mean, that's possible. I wish that we had gotten to see like more professors other than McGonagall. You know what I mean? Uh, more professors in that department other than McGonagall, and like more professors in um, like the Herbology department other than Sprout. Like, I think that like who's teaching? Like, you know, Sprout's teaching. Like, apparently, has been teaching Harry's year every every year. But like, then who teaches the first years? Does she also like? You know what I mean? Unless all the teachers have time turners, it seems a little bit impossible. Um, so I wish we'd gotten to see that more. And then I also wonder what the state of the defense against the dark arts, uh, department is. It's probably not, it's there's, it doesn't exist. Yeah. I
1: think that she does a good job of thinking all of that through because she's so focused on Harry and Harry's year that there isn't like, Mm -hmm. because the idea that like there's a curse on this and every year that they, they need a new defense against the dark arts teacher means that the teacher, the professors are teaching years one through seven and I think that's one thing you can think is that in the break um, after the OWLs so they teach years one through five, like all of, all of them and then the sixth and seventh years they only have like one class so that's how they lower mm-hmm. their workload maybe that's how it runs but we don't get a good sense of that it's all
0: Even still, it's like, that's a lot of students, even if you're just doing the first five years it's a lot of kids.
1: Um, Which, I mean, it's possible, but then... There's no way the kids are consistently homeschooled well enough to go straight into Hogwarts without some kind of remediation. There has to be some kind of established primary program. And...
0: I mean, you would think, but I just have very little faith.
1: I, I have some faith. I have more faith than you do, and I have more faith now after Fudge is gone and Kingsley's taken over the ministry that some some things will be put in place. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. But in 1995?
1: It was it was touch and go. No. <laughs> it
0: was, yeah, it was, it was rough. It was rough. Um, so... Um, they go to History of Magic, which was by common consent the most boring subject ever devised by wizard kind. which is not true. They just have a sucky teacher. Right. Um, not true at all. So, today, like, Exhibit A, they are learning about giant wars, which sounds lit as fuck, actually. I it's mean, gotta be lit. We could have a whole, like, Game of Thrones-type television show about the giant wars. Um, and Harry, like, just underscoring this, heard just enough within the first ten minutes to appreciate dimly that in another teacher's hands the subject might have been mildly interesting, um, but his brain disengages and he spends the rest of the class playing hangman with Ron, um, while Hermione shoots them filthy looks out of the corner of her eye. Um, How would it be, she asked coldly, if I refuse to lend you my notes this year? We'd fail our OWL, said Ron. If you want that on your conscience, Hermione, well, you deserve it, she snapped. You don't even try to listen to him, do you? Um, we do try, said Ron. We just haven't got your brains or your memory or your concentration. You're just cleverer than we are. It's nice to rub it in. Oh, don't give me that rubbish, said said Hermione. Um, but she's flattered. Um, but also, like, no, they deserve to fail if they're not paying attention. Like, that shit's boring as fuck. Fine. Learn how to bullshit. I have fallen asleep in plenty of classes and still took notes while I'm dozing off. Half that shit didn't make sense, but I was figuring it out. I did all the readings. Pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there are ways I mean,
1: and think, to like get through a boring sequels, class. Like, I'm not interested in the subject. Like I will get like not doze off, but like you know, my brain will wander off and I'll not pay attention. But mm-hmm. then yeah, do the readings and do the homework and like make sure that you have enough understanding of it. Also, my and this is high. I have anxiety, but I would always do the readings because even if I wasn't paying attention if they called on me in class, I wanted to know enough to bullshit. Like, I would not want to be exactly. caught. Exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> You know what I mean? Even mm-hmm. if, and like, I had a teacher that was terribly boring. Like, and I had her back to back and at a certain point, this is in college so I could get away with it, I would only go to one of her classes. And so she knew. Because mm-hmm. I had the <laughs> same teacher back to back and I would be there for the early one and wouldn't show up for the late one and then be there at the late one but hadn't shown up for the early one and I was like, I can only handle you once a day. Because you're terrible. For, yeah. But, I would do the reading in her class. While Ben's is droning on, pull out your book and do the reading while he's talking. Look at that. You save yourself some time as well. Because that's less homework that you have to do.
0: Right. You don't even have as much homework. And, like, it just... And or right. be okay with failing, right? Like, don't... Like, their problem is that they're in there and they're like, oh, we don't have to pay attention because Hermione's take paying attention and she'll take the notes, right? Versus, like, if Hermione's not in that class, what are you going to do? Like, you would at the... No matter how boring it is, you would at the very least try to pay attention or at least try to take notes or at least do the read. Like, there are ways that you would work if you didn't have a Hermione. A Hermione. Actually... So act as if she's not there and like she's not your safe, and like maybe she can help you understand certain concepts, right? But Actually, that's a difference between that and or and that, relying I on her like, notes no, all the time.
1: They wouldn't because the class that they have without Hermione, divination, they just sit there and make shit up.
0: <laughs> but that's fine. Make shit up about the giant wars. But yeah. that's what I'm saying, but they're okay with failing that class as well. Which is fine. If that's if you're okay with failing that class and never taking history right. of magic again and your OW up, fine. Right? Like, that's your decision, but don't then rely on someone else to do the work for you.
1: And Hermione, there is actually like a thing about so. Hermione. What if Hermione didn't um, do it? Hermione, okay. Have never done that? Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Ever. Like, it's not a group project. Be like, wow, that sucks. Can't believe you have that situation. Like, I'll, Would you know, I'll look over I mean, your stuff, over. sure, but my notes? Did you take notes? Like,. Mm. um okay so they are taking their break um and they're outside where a fine misty drizzle was falling and people are standing in huddles around the yard looking blurred at the edges um which could be because it's drizzling but could also because harry needs to refill and like get a new prescription on his glasses it's also possible um also like why aren't they allowed to be inside it's clearly like miserable and gross outside just like Take your break inside. Go to your you know common room. Take a nap.
1: Classes.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like well, you got a whole ass break wow. and you just standing outside, for what? Do you know what
1: else is really funny? Because go like, to the kitchen. The There's a full. I, was like, I mean, you know. What is like? Are, where are all these colleges coming from? And they're like, that's the high school. And I was like, really? Why is it so big? Because they didn't go outside because the weather was mm-hmm. miserable. So they had hallways and little like you know they would go to the lunch area cafeteria like go be in the great hall isn't the great the great hall just be like that actually is I think it's in this something. movie something or maybe the fourth movie I'm not sure either one where they're all like in the great hall and Snape is um trying to keep yeah trying to make them stop talking it's
0: the fourth movie
1: yes yes because it's, it's when it's, like, Fred asks Angelina there, out mm-hmm. Angelina's there Jor, um, Harry and Ron, Hermione. I think Ginny might be there. It's like, what is this thing? What's happening here? Everyone has study hall together. Like, what's, what, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. This makes no sense canonically. You know, it's not a class.
0: It made it you made know. no sense canonically
1: at it, all. It was, but obviously, it know. wasn't a class. Whatever. What was it? Why was Snape?
0: And like, why was Snape there if these were all That's Gryffindors? So many what are all these but questions? What I, what what's happening? What my
1: brain did, and what all of our brains do when something doesn't make sense, and we have to like piece, be like, okay, this is my brain was like, I guess it must be study hall. <laughs> That's what they're trying to do here.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I assumed too. Except then they were turning yeah. it into Snape, which also and made then, no sense. Yeah, but Ryan it's fine. Yes, I thought the same was like,
1: thing. What's going on? But anyway, the whole I say all that say, Can't they just be in the Grey Hall studying? Or Listen, mm-hmm. the amount of times I have missed a class because my pre or my mid-class nap went long. Maybe that's why they went outside. You know, I can't trust myself. I mean, it's possible, you know, get your blood balance. flowing,
0: Maybe some cold air, keep you awake. It's true. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, they're standing outside talking about what Snape was likely to set them for their first lesson. Um, And pretty much they agree that it's likely to be something extremely difficult. Um, But they're interrupted by Cho, who comes to say hi to Harry. Hi. Hi, said Harry, feeling his face grow hot. At least you're not covered in stink snap this time, he he thought to himself. Um, So Cho seems to be thinking along the same lines. You got that stuff off then? Yeah, said Harry. Um, And then he says, so did you. uh, Have a good summer. And the moment he said it, he wished he hadn't um, because Cedric had been Cho's boyfriend and the memory of his death must have affected her holiday almost as badly as it affected Harry's. Um, Something seemed to tauten in her face, but she said, oh, it was all right, you know. Is that a tornado's badge, Ron demands? Like, what? Like there's just multiple levels and Hermione gets really annoyed with Ron in a second and I that's how I feel because um, there's multiple levels to this right like just off top clearly Harry and Cho are having a moment and Cho came to talk to Harry they got a crush on each other as you, Harry's best friend you you just back, back with, up we you let you let it. them we have that conversation and you just right, and you leave it alone. Maybe some other time when you get to know Cho better and like things have gone well. Even if you just see her on the hall, be like, "Oh, is that a tornadoes badge?" Fine, do that. But in the moment where clearly she came to talk to Harry, there was still that's your the boy. Of
1: the conversation. It wasn't like the conversation. Like in Tredo. back the up. The conversation just started. Like
0: right. And like Harry realizes, I mean, he realizes it a little bit too late, right? Like he asks about his su- about her summer, and then she's like, "Oh shit, Cedric." But like, you didn't think about the fact about Cedric and her summer either. Like clearly, she's about to she's trying to stave off some like emotions in this moment when he asked about her summer, and you just didn't
1: yep.
0: notice that to at all. Remind
1: you that Ron has the range of a motherfucking no, teaspoon. But instead, you want to talk about Quidditch.
0: I I just I am
1: I what why why? But then let's get like it like let's even go even deeper because it's not nothing to do with
0: being a prefect. Okay, let
1: me interrupt your conversation. Let me interrupt and be antagonistic and cause issues. Is that a tornado's badge? You don't support this. Right about some trivial ass shit. Have you always supported them, or just since they started winning the league, said Ron, in what Harry considered an unnecessarily accusatory tone of voice. I've supported them since I was six. Anyway, see you, Harry. Because anybody nobody trying to get their fandom, you know, trying like- to do the, like
0: right antagonized by some also, dude bro like shut the a fuck
1: up bro sports fan, so that something that to do with you. like oh did your boyfriend like that team is that why you support them
0: right exactly she plays quidditch like do you play quidditch ronald are you even like adequate at playing quidditch hmm interesting and I know this has nothing to do with being a prefect, but, with being a prefect, really but hashtag like fire Ronald Weasley. He really just stuff, needs to be fired, period.
1: Like, as Hermione says, you are so tactless, which is also hilarious because I'm Hermione. You are also tactless, but, you know, call him like you see him. <laughs> it's very true.
0: But in situations of love and romance, yeah. she's like, Let me Again, and and Jenny brings this up, and she hits below the belt, but she brings it up in the next book. That Aram is the only person who's never had a situation with anyone. Like, any type of romantic relationship, never. So he's just blind. Like, are you 12? That's what it seems like. Like, at the very least, peep the situation and be like, I'm gonna just step back, which is what Hermione does. But I just...
1: Toya brings up also I the fact I that understand.
0: Hermione is the only one. Like, yes, so Hermione she is tactless. ...at least
1: has some excuse for being a little socially off, but also, like, it also would kind of explain why she's more in tune to, like, emotional, like, relationship things because it was just her and her parents. So, great story. Um, I was hanging out with mm-hmm. my... Uh, By sister and our, my, our grandmother came and is here visiting... And Bayana's sister said something to my auntie and then tried to get my grandma on her side. And my grandma was like, this seems like a conversation between mother and daughter. And then just, and just stop. And I was like, grandma's so (laughs) flooded. But you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of thing that like, you're like, oh, this is grown folks business. As like an only child, you know what I mean? Like, because you're hanging out with like older people. Like, Aminata has this a lot. Mm Mm-hmm in a bad way. She, she just thinks that she's 30 years old, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, you can like, you better see and understand like those kinds of dynamics. So Hermione's probably seen like when her parents are getting a little flirty and knows to like make herself scarce or when they're like a fight's coming on. It's like, let me be cute and distract you. you right. know what I mean, like that stuff is probably like second nature to her. Whereas dealing with, um, kids her age is a little bit more touching, though. Ron has no excuse, though, because mm-hmm. he's got, like, all of the siblings spanning But years. she understands
0: relationships. He's seen he doesn't. Percy
1: with Penelope.
0: Like, and this is, like, um... Right. And this is also emotional yeah. versus, like, social, you know what I mean? Um... Like, I think a lot of Hermione's slip-ups are more social. Like, when she calls out the quibbler, but doesn't realize, like, yeah, Luna's right there and she's reading it. Whether that's her dad or not, like, she she has the quibbler and she's reading it. Um, Or even the thing with the... Yeah. Yeah, but I was gonna say, that's a little bit social too, right? Because it's, like, how she interacts with um, Lavender and kind of the way that Lavender is kind of, like, performing her grief in, like, a way. You know what I mean? Like, it's a very... It's a little bit different. Yeah. It is emotional, but it's not like. It's just it's slightly different. Um, yeah, whereas like Ron is everything. just super obtuse when it comes to people having crushes. Emotionally and, like, and socially. Pretty much everything, actually. You're right. Um, anyway, yes, all of it. He does not have the range. Um, what? What? I only asked her if. Couldn't you tell she wanted to talk to Harry on her own? So she could have done. I wasn't stopping. What on earth were you attacking her about her Quidditch team for? Attacking? I wasn't attacking her. I was only, who cares if she supports the tornadoes? Oh, come on. Half the people you see wearing those badges only bought them last season. What does that matter? It means they're not real fans. They're just jumping on the bandwagon. That's the bell, said Harry listlessly, because Ron and Hermione were bickering too loudly to hear it. Um, On their way to Snape's dungeon, Harry... Um, reflects that between Neville and Ron, he would be lucky to ever have two minutes conversation with Cho that he cannot look back on without wanting to leave the country. Like, Ronald. This is your best friend.
1: He just
0: embarrassed him.
1: Not blame on Harry, but, like, this also goes into Harry's being very internal and internalizing a lot of things. He, like, Hermione knows that he's got a crush on Cho because she's just paying attention to, like, body language and stuff. Like, Harry's not saying that. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it does make sense. I mean, okay, but Ron should
0: know because didn't Harry ask for show out to the ball? True. And Ron knew that. And, like, yeah, Harry is super internal and that's kind of part of the reason why he's, like, having issues this um, year. Um, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but that is one of them is that he's not so willing to, like, talk to people about his problems um, and, like, get that support, but, like, because I think also if he had chimed in with Hermione and been like, yeah, Ron, what were you doing? Like, you really could have just, you know what I mean? Like, as a friend, he could have been like, fam, you really just, like, messed that whole thing up for me. Um, yeah. and I also think that Ron would have received it better as well, because mm-hmm. he's the worst and can't receive that from Hermione. But, um, yeah, I just, I do think that, like, Harry speaking up for himself more could
1: help. Could help. But also Ron, Ron should just, not you know, Ron being read the Ron, room. But it could help. Um, so yeah, and so this is also another part of the harmony shipping, like, I feel like this book really does a really good job of setting up more, even, like, you've got, like, glimmers of it in book four, but this book really does a good job of setting up that, like, Ron and Hermione have something going on, because only someone you care about can bother you that much, like, and so... And then
0: Harry just is... sorry. And then also the way that, like... I was gonna say, also the way that Hermione, like, supports Harry, right? Like, she knows that Cho, like, he and Cho have a thing, right? Like, there's some kind of thing going on between them, so she's like, cool, I'm gonna take a backseat. The reason why she's arguing with Ron is because he didn't take a backseat. Like, she's like, dude, don't you see what's happening right now? Like, chill. As opposed to being, like... As opposed to her being the person who jumped in. You know, there are other ways where you could, like, show a harmony ship, but that wasn't the intention and so she plays it a different supported. way because Hermione is like Yeah. Very much like she's like a good wingman.
1: Jenny's like Right. Jenny's not like, oh yeah, Harry, go get Cho, you know, but she does like kind of quiet down. She's not, you know, cheering on the way that Hermione is. But I was also gonna say that like um within that relationship and like the relationship building of Ron and Hermione is like they're like Harry we've also talked about as kind of like a higher EQ and like is more tuned in because his neat like he just is like I'm there this is what they do this is kind of how they flirt you know what I mean like he doesn't say like in his brain it's not really that but that's kind of what's mm-hmm. going on he's like there's no point in hopping in once they get going they get going like I'll say something when it's time to like, let's go to class. You know what I mean? But like, and he does this a couple of times throughout this book where he's just like. Right. All right. Yeah. It's not worth it.
0: Um, And so Toya says that Harry avoids confrontations with Ron if he can, because he knows that Ron will snap off over nothing if he, because he's insecure. So rather than being super introverted, she thinks that Harry is making concessions for his friend, which I think that like, I agree to a to a point. Like, I think in other situations, when it's about something more serious, like, yes, but this is more of like a, Ron, why are you attacking the girl that I have a crush on? You know what I mean? I think that Ron would be, in this situation, would be more receptive versus something where it's like, dude, I don't want eternal glory. You know what I mean? Because I think that this isn't necessarily mm-hmm. something that Ron would have insecurities over Yeah. in the same way, you know? Um... But I do think that Harry does that, does do that a lot, like in general. Like, he does make concessions for Ron and, like, understands that Ron has these insecurities that he just will leave alone or try to, like, change the subject so Ron doesn't feel left out and all that kind of stuff. But I think this particular situation is not that. He's
1: very internal. um, And he is, and I don't know if, I don't think of him as, like, introverted. Like, he is, I guess, more introverted than extroverted. But he's very, he internalizes his emotions. Like, he doesn't like even when he um at the beginning of Goblet of Fire goes to speak with Sirius he's doing this calculus in his head of like well if I tell him that he'll think this of me and so I'm gonna you know write it this way I don't want it to seem like well, maybe he won't mm-hmm. think I can handle it you know what I mean and like as opposed to being like here is all of the things that I'm thinking And allowing the people in his life to help him parse through that stuff.
0: I mean, and in Feelings Bench, this is what... This is, like, a direct product of him growing up with the Dursleys. So...
1: How's Connie doing? Um, Yeah,
0: so, as Harry thinks, as he's um, lining up uh, outside... (laughs) (laughs) she's growing stronger the more feelings we have. Like she's been
1: spitting a lot more time. It's
0: bigger. Um, it's like the fib and veggie tales. It's like the fib and veggie tales. Every time Junior told a lie, it would get bigger. So every time we have feelings, she's Connie gets bigger like and stronger.
1: That's what <laughs> happened. By the end of the um, book, so... she's stomping on people with her feelings. smashing <laughs> buildings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so... um, Harry thinks that... thinks like He kind of starts cheering himself up, right? Because he realizes that Cho had come to talk to him on her own. Um, She had been Cedric's girlfriend, so she could have easily hated Harry for coming out of the Triwizard maze alive when Cedric had died, but she was talking to him in a perfectly friendly way, not as though she was mad. She thought him mad or a liar, or in some horrible way responsible for Cedric's death. She She had definitely chosen to come and talk to him, and that made the second time in two days, and at this thought... Harry's spirits rose. Um, so even Snake couldn't bring him down initially. Kate not nobody break
1: his stride. Um, Can't so no Snape hold him down. Oh no. Joe wanna get with Harry. He's <laughs> Good
0: job. And you know what's really great about this, this little section, this scene? Is that it's really terrible. But that's not where the chapter stops. That's it's terrible, and then the chapter's like, "Ha ha! I can top this." So let's let's get through this chapter. This this terrible. It's a terrible we know, and then we get to the terrible <laughs> we haven't better. seen yet. The
1: te- the devil you know, or the so. devil you don't.
0: <laughs> you know, neither. Exactly. That's what this chapter is about. An in case you weren't aware, that's what it's about. Um. Yeah. So. Um, before we begin today's lesson, said Snape, I think it appropriate to remind you that next June you will be sitting, them in, sitting an important examination during which you will prove how much you've learned about the composition and uses of magical potions. Moronic, though some of this class undoubtedly are, I expect you to scrape an acceptable in your OWL or suffer my displeasure. Um, I like the pause. It makes me think of Alan Rickman, which is why I smiled a little bit. But also, you know, maybe maybe be a better teacher, and then your people, maybe everyone Scott will scrape call, it acceptable. Thank you. Um, maybe you also don't call your thank students you. moronic. Like, there are ways to make sure all your students you know, what about, are getting acceptable. What if
1: acceptable. you said, soon you're going to be taking a very important exam, and as I have been your teacher these five years, I have full faith and confidence that you will perform admirably to the task set before you. Mm mm-hmm
0: you'll probably all get acceptables at the very least because you know
1: and you were
0: you're yeah and you've all been receiving my teaching try your best and if you need help i have office hours yep all these things but no instead he lingers his gaze lingers upon neville who gulps because remember he is the person and the thing that Neville fears most in the entire world. So how is Neville going to get an acceptable and potion so
1: I'm, if I'm he has to face his bar at the same of time? Planning on starting to think about studying for the GRE. <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm going to take it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But anyway, <laughs> like I was reading up on some stuff and they were like, the thing that determines your score more than it, like more than what you, how you study more than anything is like getting a good night's sleep and being calm for the test. So if Neville kills it this entire year, gets a great night's sleep, as soon as Snape walks in to give him the test, he's blown it. He's tense. He's nervous. Mm-hmm. And this man is a teacher.
0: Yep. Um, After this year, of course, many of you will cease studying with me. I take only the very best into my Newt potions class, which means that some of us will certainly be saying goodbye. His eyes rest on Harry this time and his lips curl. Harry glared back, feeling a grim pleasure at the idea that he would be able to give up potions after fifth year. But we have another year to go before the happy moment of farewell, said Snape. So whether you are intending to attempt newt or not, I advise all of you to concentrate your efforts upon maintaining a high pass level I have come to expect from my OWL students. Today we'll be mixing a potion that comes up often at ordinary wizarding level, the draw of peace, a potion to calm anxiety and soothe ag- agitation. Be warned, if you are too heavy handed with the ingredients, you will put the drinker into a heavy and sometimes irreversible sleep, so you will need to pay close attention to what you are doing. Um, yeah, I mean, this whole weekend, like when I read this earlier today, I was like, wow, this is a thing I could have used all weekend. But, you know, it's fine. I had a Ooh, brownies instead. What kind so, of brownie? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's brownie bites. Um, <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? It they I, wasn't that kind of brownie. I, I just um, have a sugar I, addiction, I and I overeat. So overeating and sugar literally is a win for me. Well, it's a win until uh, I'm done, and then it's a lose. Like,
1: <laughs> Almost two-day panic attack before I realized that I actually have panic medicine because I have a panic disorder, and so I have medicine oh to help when I'm having an attack like this. And then I took two of them; should only take one. My body was literally mush, and I went to work, and I was like, I think I'm high. I'm pretty sure I'm high at work.
0: So that's your. So that was. That was your draught of handed. peace, but you you were too heavy-handed.
1: I took one today, perfect amount. Yep. Gonna have to take one a little Good. bit later.
0: Meanwhile, I'm just like, I'm just inhaling chocolate, and I just bought some ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I
1: had ice it's cream gonna be great. at like 1 in the morning. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Sounds right. You had ice cream at my house? She was My she mother was, let ice cream in the house? Not that's brazy. No. Nope. She had a she had a craving. Or it she like
1: happening, but she said she is not partaking. She's not doing it. They can do it. She's not doing it. Yama really helped me. And then okay. Yama went off and then the ice cream helped me. Yama was amazing. Like one of the guys that's, from that's, Young
0: Money. You know. Okay, we're money. not... We're, we can't... We can't right. get into this because we... I... I... I mean, I'm cutting you off because because it's a yellow, yeah. but also yeah. just because, like, we're on this tangent, and we should... We should continue. Um. So, the ingredients and method, mm-hmm. Snape flicked his wand, are on the blackboard, and they appeared there. You will find everything you need. He flicked his wand again in the store cupboard. Um, and the cupboard springs open, you have an hour and a half start. So I think one of the things I have, right. Is like, this is their first day back. They don't get like a lecture on the draw of peace. They don't get like information on its properties, no demo to show like a small part of it. They just are like, here's the instructions. Do it. Which just, I mean, it just seems like, I don't know, maybe it works, but it just doesn't seem like the right method. Um,
1: I also feel like I think that sorry and this is real quick Um, I also feel like I think when you're teaching something like science and this is basically like science and chemistry like understanding why this thing with this thing equals Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean like here are the ingredients but like why do these why do we know why these ingredients when they come together makes this drought like that kind of like right I don't know if it's a the theoretical understanding, but that, like, under... Like, that fuller understanding would help you make a better potion. But he's trash. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, and as Harry, Ron, and Hermione had predicted, Snape could hardly have set them a more difficult, fiddly potion. Um, the ingredients had to be added to the cauldron in precisely the right order. Quantities, of the mixture had to be stirred exactly the right number of times, clockwise and counter and counterclockwise, the heat of the flames had to be lowered to exactly the right level. So there's just all these like factors that they have to put into play, um, that w- like again could have just benefited from like some kind of demo or like, it's like just, you've you know never watched teaching. Wizard Chopped. Um, a light silver it, 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 va- vapor with, should like
1: wizarding Bobby Flay. You know, well they're putting it together and they're showing you how.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say Wizard Chopped yeah. is about once you already know what you're doing and then you just have a timer. So that's a little bit different. But if it was like, I don't know, any of the, the cooking barefoot, shows, yeah, the
1: barefoot with or like wit, Barefoot which,
0: Contessa, or like
1: Witch Tessa, the Barefoot Witch Tessa,
0: yeah, <laughs> Sorceress, something, something, um, yeah. There's just there there had to be some kind of like teaching before you just say, hey, do this thing now. Um, because also this is a test on the first day basically it's like how can you do how well can you do this thing that you just heard about
1: hey just now, guess what
0: um and have no context wait wait, for. wait, wait. guess what um a light <laughs> silver what
1: <laughs> chicken butt uh, snape is trash oh
0: that too but also <laughs> that as well um a light silver vapor should now be rising from your potion called snape um with 10 minutes left to go Harry was sweating profusely, looking desperately around the room. His own cauldron was issuing copious amounts of dark gray steam. Ron's was was spitting green sparks. Seamus was prodding the flames at the base of his cauldron with the tip of his wand as they had gone out. And Hermione, however, um, was the only one who had the silver vapor. And as Snape swept by, he looked down his hooked nose at it without comment, which means he could find nothing to criticize. Um, But, you know, maybe if you want everyone to get an acceptable, be like...
1: And encouraging at to your
0: and students who are students, actually like, doing well. With you know, perhaps, maybe. How do you have
1: this stain Right. For um, the this other thing, thing I do want to point out. You don't know. You just met. Because she likes Harry? Because they're friends? Or because well, she's a mother born? Or because, because she's a because, Either one
0: is in. Is, because both.
1: Either one of those. He's
0: a bigot. It's
1: an inappropriate. All that is
0: inappropriate.
1: And petty. And not in the good petty. Mm-hmm. I celebrate petty. I don't
0: celebrate mm-hmm. this. And you know that like, you know that, that post um, where they're like, the reason Snape is mean to everyone is because they, or to all of, to the trios, because they remind him of Lily like together. So like Ron with the red hair and Hermione because she's a muggle born and Harry because he has her eyes or whatever. And I'm like, that's still a bullshit ass reason to I also be rude to, rude to a child. Um, he needs to get over himself. World. Because you're bitter just about not having just all this something. toxic masculinity and BS and yuck. But I do have a thing I want to say about Harry. Right. Um, well, kind of. And about the Half-Blood Prince, right? Because this, these instructions, right? Like, I was... When we're talking about, like, the the instructions are very detailed, and they do have things like clockwise and then counterclockwise, and they're not reading out of a book, right? These are Snape-specific instructions, Um, and Harry is not reading them as closely as he does when he has the Half-Blood Prince book, right? Um, because then in the next book when he's suddenly, like, just this genius at potions and he's, like, doing everything right because he's following these, like, small instructions written in the margins. Um, and it is really interesting to me that he is not, like, regarding these, these instructions on this board as highly as he regards, like, these random notes from a stranger on the margins that are from the same person and obviously he doesn't know that but it's interesting to me also just that like Harry doesn't mess up when he does um and like we'll get to that when we get to Half-Blood Prince in like six months but um the fact that he reads those exactly and is like perfect at those but then he gets basically the same instructions in his regular classes and doesn't do the same like
1: I said like after um Prisoner of Azkaban like he just doesn't he can't hear anything that Snake has to say. Also I know I shouldn't be doing this right now but order the right yeah
0: and it's stars. less of a it's less of an indictment yeah. of him and more of just oh that sucks um I'm sorry for everyone who's watching that I know it's a wizard team role but no couldn't be me um but what I was going to say is that It's not really an indictment and indictment of Harry, um, but it's more of just, like, an observation, mostly. um, Portia
1: said... um, That is just interesting. Amani says, if they had a responsible headmaster that would set the standards of staffing, these things wouldn't be allowed to continue. Um, And then Portia says, "Um, what could have been... Ironically, Snake wrote the book that Harry doesn't want to put down. And it's really because... um, Style matters just as much as substance in this instance, and he's just mm-hmm. the
0: fucking worst. Well, yes, I was gonna say not the worst. No, he's maybe yeah. a worst. We haven't even gotten there yet. Just because, again, as we said, Jeez. it's bad now. It's gonna get. I'm tired. We haven't even gotten there yet. This is a fun. This is a fun episode. Um, so um, Snape, back to, back to terrible Snape goes to Harry, um, and says Potter, what is this supposed to be? The Slytherins at the front of the class all looked up eagerly they loved hearing Snape taunt Harry um, the draught of peace said Harry tensely, tell me Potter, can you read? Malfoy laughed yes, I can, said Harry, read the third line of instructions to me, Potter um, so Harry squints at the blackboard and says, add powdered moonstone, stir three times counterclockwise, allow a simmer for seven minutes, then add two drops of syrup of hellbore um, his heart sinks. He had not added the syrup of hellbore and had proceeded straight to the fourth line. Did you do everything on the third line, Potter? No, said Harry. I beg your pardon. No, said Harry. I forgot the hellbore. I know you did, Potter, which means that this mess is utterly worthless. Even Esco. Um, so he uses a vanishing charm on Harry's potion because... Um, I don't know. You'd have to read some magical theory. Um, but... <laughs> So yeah, so Harry, who's by far not the worst, um, gets zero marks on his um, for his day of work because he forgot and then, one and little a thing. Moment. Um so it could have been a teaching moment. He could have just been like he could have said all that and been like, Well yeah. yeah, next time read read. Double check
1: before you move to the next and one then moved on. Idea, but instead he but goes those are the have... line that you just did to make sure that you follow all of the instructions.
0: Mm mm-hmm but instead he says those of you who have managed to read the instructions fill one flagging with a sample of your potion label it clearly with your name and bring it up to my desk for testing homework 12 inches of parchment on the properties of moonstone and its uses in potion making to be handed in on thursday um and so um harry is angry because his potion was no worse than ron which was now giving off a foul odor of bad eggs or Neville's, which had the consistency of just mixed cement, in which Neville was now having to gouge out of his cauldron. Um, so clearly, again, there are other people who didn't read or didn't, like, just perform the tasks as they were supposed to perform. performed, and they're clearly worse than Harry's, who... Harry just had, like... He missed one thing, right? Like, he had gray smoke as opposed to silver vapors. Like, it's very... It's just a different... Or it's a smaller uh, margin yeah. of error, I, I guess. So just a smaller say, though, kind of mistake than like someone who the people
1: that he mentions is like, emitting green sparks. Neville. It, it, it. seems very clear that it is just. Um, I mean, while Harry is a particular favorite of snakes, it's whoever he chooses on any given day. Like no Gryffindor, at least is safe from. mm Hmm. Neville. Which is yeah. usually Harry or like, It seems Neville. really, like, not only is it really unfair, but then, like, Harry starts kind of, it's like the, you know, I don't want to, as long as I'm better off than the worst person, you know what I mean? He starts to be like, it was you know, Neville's was worse, you know what I mean, when it's actually the problem is your professor, mm-hmm. and not, you know what I mean, like, and the fact that he picks on people.
0: Yeah. Like, it's not the student's problem, it's the professor's problem for not teaching. Yeah. And for, like, and that shouldn't, that erasing all you of your work that you've been from, doing for, like, an hour or two hours because it's double pushing. You shouldn't potion.
1: start pitting yourself against other students. No good comes from that.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, so, that was really unfair said Hermione um, when they catch up with him at the Great Hall. Your potion wasn't nearly as bad as Goyle's. When he put his flag in, the whole thing shattered and set his robes on fire. Yeah, well, said Harry. That's Since true. when has Snape ever been fair to me? Um, neither of them answered. I did with...
1: Actually, the most, like, one of the most mature things Harry will say all both.
0: Mm-hmm. And also true. And also fucked up, because, you know, fuck Snape. Yeah. Um, I did think he might be a bit better this year, said Hermione. I mean, you know, now that he's in the order and everything... Poisonous toadstools don't change their spots," said Ron. Anyway, I've always thought Dumbledore was cracked trusting Snape. Where's the evidence he ever really stopped working for You Know Who? I think Dumbledore's probably got plenty of evidence, even if he doesn't share it with you, Ron. Um, which is very true. And I also think that like there's a difference between someone being evil and a Nazi, which you know, Snape is reformed but there's there's a difference between that and just being like a terrible person you know what i mean so just because he's terrible to harry doesn't necessarily mean that he's working for voldemort
1: yeah
0: even though yeah he used to work for voldemort and he's terrible i mean still oh shut up the pair of you said harry heavily can't you give it a rest you're always having a go at each other it's driving me mad um, and then abandoning his shepherd's pie, he swings his school bag, school bag over his shoulder and leaves them sitting there. Um, so I also think, again, like, them arguing before Snape's lesson was, again, it's just, like, another thing that's kind of annoying him, and then it happens again when he's more angry and, like, upset, and so he kind of lashes out then, as opposed to probably when it was a better time to do it, which was earlier. So, um.
1: Yeah, so.
0: So he makes his way up to um, his divination class. The anger that had just flared so unexpectedly still blazed inside him and the vision of Ron and Hermione's shocked faces afforded him a a sense of deep satisfaction. Serves them right, he thought. Why can't they give it a rest? Bickering all the time. It's enough to drive anyone up the wall. Um, And on his way, he passes Sir Kadagan, who um, challenges him to a duel because he has no chill and is super bored. Um... But Harry ignores him and spends the rest and goes up to the north tower and spends the rest of his lunch sitting alone underneath the trap door, um, and then he ends up being the first person into Trelawney's classroom. Um, so yeah, um, so then Ron arrives before class starts and says, "Hermione and me have stopped arguing. Good," grunts Harry. But Hermione says she thinks it would be nice if you stopped taking out your temper on us. I'm not, I'm just passing on the message, said Ron, but I reckon she's right. It's not our fault how Seamus and Snape treat you. I never said it. Good day, said Professor Trelawney, and welcome back to Divination. I have, of course, been following your fortunes most carefully over the holidays, and I'm delighted to see you have all returned to Hogwarts safely, as, of course, I knew you would. I just am like, I'm over her. you
1: over her? I am. i not even, we haven't even really gotten started with her.
0: Really? That whole year when she was predicting Harry was going to die? That wasn't getting started? It's true. Unfortunate. <laughs> uh, why is she here? Oh,
1: but I'm going to feel really um, bad for her in a little bit.
0: That's very true, me too. I don't, I don't like her, but that doesn't mean that she deserves what she ends up getting. You know. Um, so you will find on the tables before you copies of the dream Oracle by Inigo and Mago. Um, it's interesting that they didn't have to buy these books, but also like considerate of her as well. Yeah. Or maybe they're like difficult to find or something.
1: I don't know. I think that, um, I think that is in her way of kind of having her favorites and like, you know, it's, If Snape is the kind of teacher that, like, lashes out, um, Trelawney is more, like, conciliatory and complimentary in order to hide her incompetence in her things, you know? I feel like Mm -hmm. it's just another one of those. Like, making the room really comfy and cozy and, like, all of the stuff that she does, like, because she knows that she's a fraud. (laughs) <laughs> right, so, like,
0: having them only be able to read the books while they're in her presence or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, Dream interpretation is a most important means of divining the future, and one that may very probably be tested on your OWL. Not, of course, that I believe examination, passes, or failures are of the remotest importance when it comes to the sacred art of divination. If you have the seeing eye, certificates and grades matter very little— However, the headmaster likes you to sit the examination, so. Um, and her voice trails away delicately, leaving them no doubt that Professor Trelawney considered her subject above such sordid matters as examinations. Probably because she failed her divinations exam, to be honest. Um, but I'm gonna leave that alone. Turn, please, yeah. to the introduction and read what Imago has to say on the matter of dream interpretation. Then divide into pairs, use the dream oracle to interpret each other's most recent dreams, carry on. Um, so the one thing about this lesson, the one good thing about this lesson was that it wasn't a double period. So they spent pretty much all their time reading the introduction, um, and only had 10 minutes left for dream interpretation. Um, these classes are mad dull. Like, they're and they don't really include, at least for this, like, as a first lesson, um... Like, it doesn't include any actual, like, teaching. And not just Trelawney, yeah. right? Like, we already talked about... Well, I mean, like, Bins is on another... He never teaches. He really... He literally just reads his notes. That's what he does. But, like, Snape is just like, Hey, happy first day. Here's a thing to do without me giving you any context for it and actually teaching you what it is and all that kind of stuff. And Trelawney's like, Hey, here's your happy first day. Here's a book to read that, like... They can do that reading outside of class. They don't have to be there to do that. Yeah. Um and then we see Umbridge, who does a very similar thing. And it just seems like if you have this group of students in your classroom, as opposed to having them do something they could do if they're not there, like teach them something, perhaps.
1: And this is remember what I was just saying earlier about the teacher who I ended up only going to one of two classes because she made us do this. She made us read in class.
0: Right. And it's like, and well, it's what's like... the point of that? Like, I literally don't need you then. If I'm just reading it, then what do I need you I for? I know
1: how to read. Exactly. Um, and then we would, like, some people would talk about it, but by the time you finish reading it, you don't really have that much time for discussion. Hmm. So, or like a substantive discussion. So, why? Why are we doing this?
0: Yeah. Um, so at the table next to Harry and Ron, Dean was paired up with Neville, who immediately embarked on a long-winded explanation of a nightmare involving a pair of giant scissors wearing his grandmother's best hat. Um, I wonder how that works. Um, and Harry and Ron merely looked at each other glumly. I never remember my dreams, you say one. You must remember one of them, said Harry impatiently. He was not going to share his dreams with anyone he knew perfectly well what, um, well what his regular nightmare about the graveyard meant. He did not need Ron, or Professor Trelawney, or the stupid dream oracle to tell him that. Yeah, but you still should talk to someone. And it shouldn't be Ron. But, like, where is the wizarding the therapist? Like, somebody. Like, sure you know what it like means. Said, that doesn't mean he, that you're fully, I was like... I watched the the other
1: day, and she oh was saying... I'm kidding. I'm sorry. I to go.
0: <laughs> when she had a grown-ass woman in her lap, like you said. I don't think Harry needs to be swaddled. Have you ever put I just your think he needs to talk problems? to someone. I think yeah I don't I don't think he needs to be swaddled I think he should just talk to someone sit on on the couch on his own
1: that she left she got all huffy and then like they had an actual doctor come in with like a PhD like a doctor really and I was like oh that's how they do it was there for entertainment but they have actual professionals on site really to mitigate the damage that would fulfills that's interesting she has bricks this time as props. Great. Was that, that her works. full, like, overarching theme? That was her big metaphor. Mm. The things that you carry. The load mm. that you need to unload.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Um, so... Well, I had one where I was playing Quidditch the other night, said Ron. What do you reckon that means? Probably that you're going to be eaten by a giant marshmallow or something, said Harry. Um... It was very dull work, um, and Harry was not cheered up when Professor Trelawney set them the task of keeping a dream diary for a month as homework. Um, and then, as they leave, Ron grumbles, Do you realize how much homework we've got already? Ben set us a foot and a half long essay on giant wars. Snape was a foot on use of moonstones. And now we've got a month's dream diary for Trelawney. Fred and George weren't wrong about OWL year, were they? And that umbrage woman better not give us any. So... Um, just a reminder that a foot and a half is two pages, like of like muggle paper is two pages,
1: even if it's just,
0: even if it's just like handwritten,
1: maybe not typed, handwritten two pages. But I have another thing. Mm -hmm. Someone who does not have the Americanized version of these books. Can you please let me know if Ron says a foot and a half? Or is he that's, using a different measurement system Cause
0: no, he's not. He's not. The wizards use imperial use the imperial system because um, oh yeah there's like a, there's like a whole thing about measurement yeah yeah because they're wizards and so it's more it doesn't make sense which is why they do it basically
1: yeah
0: which yeah. is like the most evergreen response or like description <laughs> of the wizarding world. It's like whatever makes the least amount of sense that's what they do. That's what they're gonna do. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, very similar to America, in that way.
0: Yes, it's very Which true. Is why
1: we're like, yeah, okay, I get it. Foot
0: to half, maybe, yeah, I know exactly how long that is. Maybe she <laughs> doesn't really. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Is because she's like converting in her head. A foot is like, yeah. is like a it's meter or something, or like I don't know because. I keep getting, like, now, reading it this time around, like, back, you know, reading it other times, I was like, yeah, foot sounds long, so that they have hella homework to do, but actually, like, doing the math, that shit's kind of insulting. Yeah. You have two pages to write on, on Giant Wars. That doesn't seem like enough. Like, and then a month's dream diary from Trey Long. That's every day you just have to write about, hey, I have this dream. It might mean that that it's like a paragraph. I'm just... And it's about magic. Like, y'all are complaining about the smallest amount of homework, and it's about magic.
1: About magic.
0: Just... Why? This is very annoying. Anyway... Then they go to defense against the dark arts, um, where Professor Umbridge was already seated at the teacher's desk, wearing a fluffy, fluffy pink cardigan um, and a black velvet bow on top of her head. The class was quiet as they entered the room. Professor Umbridge was as yet an unknown quantity, and no one knew yet how strict a disciplinarian she was likely to be. Well, good afternoon, she said. Um, a few people mumbled "good afternoon" in reply. Tut tut, she said. That won't do now, will it? I would like you, please, to reply, Good afternoon, Professor Umbridge. One more time, please. Good afternoon, class. Good afternoon, Professor Umbridge. They all chanted back to her. There now. That wasn't too difficult, was it? Wands away and quills out, please. Um, which I'm just like, really? That won't do. Now you all respond yeah. to me in tandem. Like, for what? That's kind of creepy. Um,
1: so you can get so. Um, in sincere
0: response. Like, for what? Um, but, I mean, I know why. Because she likes control yeah. and stuff. If she had her way, everyone would respond to her that way. Um, so, everyone ex- exchanges gloomy looks because the order, wands away, had never yet been followed by a lesson they found interesting. Especially as far as first lessons go. The first time, like, you know, the last two years, they fought a bogger. They They saw the um, Unforgivable Curses, like, it's been kind of lit, and maybe a little bit too lit in the last, last year. It's been a little too it, lit. It was, a, it was too lit last year, but <laughs> they've come to expect exciting things from Defenseless Dark Arts from the past two years. That's all I'm saying. I mean, actually, even second year was pretty lit, even though it was, like, a problem.
1: It was, yeah.
0: It was, pro- like, second and fourth
1: year were problematically, problematically lit, lit, but
0: it was still lit. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't boring and it wasn't bullying, is all I have to say. Right. Um, so, Professor Umbridge opened her handbag, extracted her own wand, which was un- which was an unusually short one, and tapped the blackboard sharply with it. Words appeared on the board at once. Defense Against the Dark Arts, a return to basic principles. Well now, your teaching on this subject has been wa- rather disrupted and fragmented, hasn't it? The constant changes of teachers, many of whom do not seem to have followed the ministry-approved curriculum... Has unfortunately resulted in your being far below the standard we would expect to see in your OWL year. Um, there's a way to like let you know you're behind without insulting the teachers that came before you. Also, they know much more. I mean, sure, they went again. It was too lit, but they know a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think like saying that they don't know enough for the OWL year is is a lie and like insincere, even if it was too lit. You know, like you can say like, okay, yeah, it wasn't ministry approved and y'all did a lot. But you at least are on track to like learning your OWLs or like being ready for your OWLs. Because then all the stuff that yeah. is on their OWLs is stuff that Harry already knows and like teaches half right. the class or half his year. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, um, you will be pleased to know, however, that these problems are now to be rectified. We will follow a carefully structured, theory-centered, ministry-approved course of defensive magic this year. Copy down the following, please. Um, She wrapped the the blackboard again, and a new um, message appears on the board. Course aims, number one, understanding the principles underlying defensive magic. Number two, learning to recognize situations in which defensive magic can legally be used. Number three, placing the use of defensive magic in a context for practical use. Um, So after everyone copies that down, she says, has everybody got a copy of Defensive Magical Theory by Wilbert Slinkard? Um, There's a dull murmur of assent. I think we'll try that again. When I ask you a question, I should like you to reply, yes, Professor Umbridge, or no, Professor Umbridge. So has everyone got a copy of Defensive, Defensive Magical Theory by Wilbert Slinkard? Yes, Professor Umbridge rang the, through the classroom. Good, said Professor Umbridge.
1: Literally sounds I would, like she's trying to, like, start a cult.
0: Yes, it's very much so.
1: Yeah. Automaton. It's
0: pretty, it's pretty terrifying. <laughs> um, I should like you to turn to page five and read chapter one, Basics for Beginners. There will be no need to talk. So again, like I said, two pages ago, no actual teaching. Like she could one have them read this chapter before they got here, or right. teach them the stuff that's in the chapter and then be like read the chapter for homework. You know what I mean? Like, why do you if have them just sitting a theoretical there?
1: Theoretical class. You could do like the history of the theory of defense against the dark arts, and now right. chapter one through whatever.
0: Right like, as yeah. homework. That's just. Or like, how about you read chapter one Umbridge on and then summarize for the kids? Because that's your job. Right.
1: But then the other thing here that we have to this, which is a little bit different. I mean, actually, it's not. Never mind. I was gonna be like different than Trelawney and Snape, but it's not. It's the same thing. Um, Umbridge is not here to teach. She's here for political reasons. Um, and so being an effective teacher is not like. I mean, I think maybe she's thinking bonus if they learn something, but. Her objective is to not have Dumbledore's army start, which is hilarious considering, like, what her teaching drives them to do. But Mm -hmm. um, when that's not a part of your reason for being, you know what I mean? Like, I was talking about this with, like, someone else, you know, like, teaching is, like, kind of like a servicing, and we don't – we don't place, like, a lot of value on that because you're not, like, bringing in money or making, like, money. Right. What you are actually doing, though, is, like, (laughs) raising the next, the people that might start bringing in and making money and being, you know what I mean? Like, you're giving them the tools that they need to do those things. So it is actually, like, it's an investment, you know? It's, like, um, HR departments are, like, a lot of times they're, like, underfunded, and, and, you know, the first to get laid off, and all that stuff, because they're they're thought of as, like, not adding to the bottom line, but what they can do is save you a ton of money, because you're not having, like, I bet you Uber wishes they would have invested more in their HR department, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you're not getting sued, um, you're not having people get upset and and leaving, and having high turnover, which, like, hiring someone new costs way more than um, keeping someone on, like, all those things, like, And so there is a value in teaching that actually Trelawney, Snape, and Umbridge do not place. Like, they don't believe in. Snape Mm -hmm. is there because he's hiding out from Voldemort slash now he's doing this thing. Like, that's why he's been there so long. He never had the passion to mold young minds. Like, it just... He ended up in this place and it was comfortable. Trelawney is there because that she had nowhere else to go. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, she's not... She would never be successful as a seer because she doesn't remember that she sees things and she doesn't mm-hmm. just trust her in her gift. Um, and I don't... Does, do, does being a seer make money? I don't know. Um, no, probably not. So like I mean, could,
0: maybe, but probably you could not. You work at the
1: Department of Mysteries just sitting around until you have a prophecy. I don't know. Um... <laughs> And then Umbridge is there um, as a political foil to Dumbledore. So why would any of those classes be useful or, like, well-suited for the actual uh, students? Because that's not why the teachers are there. Right.
0: Yep. Um, so they all start to read. Um, Harry finds it desperately dull, quite as bad as listening to Professor Benz. Because, again, he just reads out the textbook, too. Or, like, his notes, but it's not that much different. Um, so next to him, Ron was absentmindedly turning his quill over and over in his fingers, staring at the same spot on the the page. Um, Hermione had not even opened her her copy of Defensive Magical Theory. She was staring fixedly at Professor Umbridge with her hand in the air. Um... And Harry could not remember Hermione ever neglecting to read when instructed to, or indeed resisting the in, resisting the temptation to open any book that came under her nose. Um, he looked at her questioningly, but she same. Um, but she shook her head um, and continued to stare at Professor Umbridge, who was looking just as resolutely in the other direction. So one, let's fucking go. I'm ready for this. Also, um, if a student has a question and is raising their hand, and has been doing so for a very long time, you usually don't ignore them, you know what I mean? Like, if this is your first day, your folks have questions, like, answer the questions. And this is the thing that she continues to do throughout the rest of the chapter, is, like, very much... Like, it's not a teaching tactic, it's a I'm in power, and so I can do what I want kind of tactic, right? Where she, like, purposefully ignores people. Um when she wants to, to kind of show that she has the upper hand and that's what she's doing right now to Hermione. But Hermione is patient as a motherfucker, um, and continues to have her hand raised. And because it was watching her was way more interesting than reading the chapter. A lot of the students end up watching her, um, try to catch Umbridge's eye Um, instead. And so when more than half of the class were staring at Hermione rather than at their books, Professor Umbridge seemed to decide that she could ignore the situation no longer. Um, Which again, why ignore it in the first place? Okay, I was
1: like... So I was like, you know what? There's no way Hermione Granger can pick Harry Potter up one-handed and then aim and throw him under the whomping willow. That just is not a thing that could happen. (laughs) But... She does have the arm strength to raise her hand for an obscenely long time. It's true. And such that the entire class starts to pay attention to the, to the feats of strength. So maybe she could do it. It's true. Maybe There's she just push up like just, a motherfucker.
0: I mean, even that's just raising your hand all the time. She does that a lot. Right. So.
1: And you know Hermione's straight up in the air. It's
0: true. She has her form together like, and half,
1: everything. Half. Nah. None of that like have it on the desk. You know, this is my go-to move and you have it on the desk, but it's still like <laughs> Yep, and end. you're just like, I kind of have my hand up, but also I'm tired I'm and re- I'm, I'm not... resting it. If I'm resting it. You call little, me if you want. you know, what She's I, like, no, I'm you will really see me. i feeling it. I'll put my, my knee up and then put my <laughs> arm on my knee. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. But so raising it, just raising it? Nah, man. Ooh. Yep. So. um
0: did you have something about the chapter dear or something you wanted to ask about the chapter dear she asked not about the chapter no re- well were, we're well sorry well we're reading just now. Wow that was a did not realize that was going to be a tongue twister um well we're reading just now if you have other queries we can deal with them at the end of class. I've got a query about your course aim said Hermione um, Umbridge raised her eyebrows and your name is Hermione Granger. Well, Miss Granger, I think the course aims are perfectly clear if you read them through carefully. Um, well, I don't," said Hermione bluntly. "There's nothing written. There's nothing written up there about using defensive spells." Um, there was a short silence in which many of the members of the class turned their heads to frown back at the course aims still written on the blackboard. "Using defensive spells? Why, I can't imagine any situation arising in my classroom that would require you to use a defensive spell, Miss Granger. You're surely not expecting to be attacked during class. Um, so." umbridge okay i have two things sorry one that just popped in my head is that she's talking about like all of the standards and the ministry standards that haven't been fulfilled at hogwarts and like they're all incompetent which is not false right and we've already talked about that Mm -hmm. plenty of times how hogwarts is incompetent but not for the reason that fudge thinks and as a way to combat the incompetence at hogwarts he puts another incompetent person who was not trained in teaching in hogwarts as a teacher just putting that out there um Also, again, the point of learning things in class is not because those things might happen when you're in class. Like, no one's saying, oh, I'm going to be attacked in class and we should learn how to use defensive spells. It's, I might be attacked in other situations. And even if Voldemort's not back, right? Because the whole point is defense against the dark arts. And so, Voldemort hasn't been back until recently. The last four years, he wasn't back and they were still learning spells against things like dark creatures. They might pop up. You don't know. You might be going camping, there goes a grindy low oh shit what do i do shout out to remus lupin for teaching me right like there are other things as a, other than just being attacked in an alleyway um or in your classroom which generally won't happen so i just yeah i think there's that also their last teacher was literally a Death eater so i think maybe excuse them for thinking they might be attacked in class
1: also you know what would be great is and and i'm I think this happens. Yeah. Um, when Harry's like, um, let's think, maybe Lord Voldemort. If he wouldn't have said Voldemort and would have been like, hmm, maybe the Death Eaters. And that doesn't make Dumbledore <laughs> look good. But, but still. He ain't lying.
0: Right. And they know that. That's like a thing that you, you know, accept. And- I
1: bet you, Professor. The real professor, I wish y'all would have taken him more seriously mm-hmm. or he wouldn't have spent a year in a trunk. Hmm. Interesting. And he would have been taught by a Death Eater. Mm hmm.
0: Who, by the way, helped bring Voldemort back to life. But, you know, whatever. You don't believe that. That's fine. He was still a Death Eater Indeed. and escaped from Maskaban. So. Anyway. We're not going to claim that, um, though, because
1: remember, Fudge had him extrajudicially executed.
0: Yep. Without telling not one person. Or, you know, bringing it to the wise and gamut. Nope. No, no review. No, court, no grand jury no... was
1: pulled. Cool. Dementor involved sh- kissing. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really terrible.
1: It does. Yikes. But, listen.
0: But, but I get the point. And we all get the point. And that's what happened. We're not going to be using magic, Ron ejaculated loudly, which is an interesting, never mind. Students raise their hands when they wish to speak in my class, Mr. We, I mean, you knew that was a Weasley, come on Umbridge, Malfoy could point that out at 11 years old and you didn't know.
1: Red hair, freckles, hand-me-down robes, you must be a Weasley. Bam,
0: you should already know.
1: Right. You work with his brother like third, and his father. This is their third class. Actually, it's more like the sixth class of the day because they had double potions and double divination. Right? No, they
0: had double potions and no, it wasn't double uh, double defense against dark arts. Defense. This is their this is oh, their other double it. class.
1: Okay, so they had. So it's like their fifth class. History. to Yeah, this is their fifth class. So you have Umbridge has had. Another Weasley in class today. Maybe. The, n- the number is just... There is a Weasley in, gla- in grades 4, 5, and 7. True. It's very true.
0: This could be her first Weasley, but she works with two of them. One of them is like, literally works in her office with her when she's not here being a terrible person. When she's in the ministry being a right. terrible person, she works with a Weasley. So I just I just think context clues are probably... Important and a thing that you should use and learn maybe at some point in your life. Um, Professor Umbridge smiled more widely, turned her back on Ron um, and, and turned her back on Ron. So again, so they're like, so somebody asked a question. She's like, raise your hand. They raise their hand. And she's like, well, good. Not going to call on you, which is super petty. And you're a teacher. Why are you treating children this way? Like, she's the worst. And I very much dislike her. Um, Harry and Hermione raise their hands too, and Professor, and again, Professor Umbridge, her eyes linger on Harry before she dro- calls on Hermione. So she's making very deliberate, like, this is like gaslighting, basically. It's what it is, um, and she's like deliberately not calling on certain people. She's um, great at it too. She's very good at it. Like that, I mean, if you're gonna say something, man, I like her.
1: She's a great gaslighter.
0: I mean, it's not really a compliment at all,
1: actually. So, talk trump everything he knows, probably. <laughs> probably.
0: Um, yes, Miss Granger, you wanted to ask something else? Yes, said Hermione. Surely, the whole point of defense against the dark arts is to practice defensive spells. Are you a ministry changed train? Mm, are you a ministry trained educational expert, Miss Granger? Are you, Miss
1: Umbridge? Like. <laughs> But then we, at least, we now know that you have to be ministry trained educational expert.
0: Who is a ministry trained educational? I want to see. I want to meet them. Actually, where are they at? I need to see
1: all the. I need to see Hagrid's certification. But apparently, that there is a certification process that you go through. And how how
0: how does that work? I feel like Hermione could be like. She got, what, five years of education? Four, actually, because mm-hmm. she just started her fifth year. Four years of education? She knows more than ever. She read Hogwarts of History. No one's read that. I bet you she took the I test. I feel like she should teach it, the class. And then,
1: out of I just out of pettiness, she should take the test, and then the next time be like, why, yes, I am. with mm-hmm. a perfect score. Mm-hmm. But I decided to finish my schooling anyway. Mm-hmm. Come at me, bro.
0: <sighs> anyway. No, but, well, then I'm afraid you are not qualified to decide what the whole point of any class is. Wizards much older and cleverer than you have devised our new program of study. You will be learning about defensive spells in a, in a secure, risk-free way. What use is that, said Harry. If we're going to be attacked, it won't be in a hand, Mr. Potter, uh, saying Professor Umbridge. Harry thrust his fist in the air. Professor Umbridge promptly turned away from him again, but now several other people have their hands up, too. And your name is um, Dean Thomas. Well, Mr. Thomas, what, what? well, it's like Harry said, isn't it? If we're going to be attacked, it won't be risk-free. Shout out to Dean for being like, oh, you're not going to answer Harry's question? Here, I'm going to ask it again.
1: What Just Dean said was, roll Hello. dog. It's like Harry said, as a black man <laughs> in the world, I personally would like some instruction To know how to defense Defend, I myself. defend myself as a black man mm-hmm. like my parents don't know nothing about no death eaters but that don't mean I'm not going to defend what's my in mind
0: I mean I'm yeah I repeat said Professor Umbridge do you expect to be attacked during my classes no, but Professor Umbridge talked over him. I do not wish to criticize the way things have been run in this school, which is a lie. Um, but you have been exposed to some very irresponsible wizards in, in this class. Very insp- irresponsible indeed. Not to mention, she gave a nasty little, little laugh, extremely dangerous half-breeds. So on top of being just a terrible teacher and, like a, very, and a gaslighter, she's also a terrible racist. So, Seriously. she's the worst. You don't talk terribly about Professor Lupin. And shout out to Dean again for saying, if you mean Professor Lupin, he was the best we ever had, Mr. Thomas. As I was saying, you have been introduced to spells that have been complex, inappropriate to your age group, and potentially lethal.
1: Which, also... Again. Sorry. Which, like... If Professor... I mean, this isn't actually true in Lupin's case. No. But if Professor Lupin had been taught... Adequate defensive spells. Maybe he wouldn't be a half breed because well, that's not true. Born. He was five. I know. I'm saying it's not true in his <laughs> case. But I'm okay. i was I'm like, making mm. the point. Okay, I got you. That had had he not been an infant when he got attacked, <laughs> maybe you want to. If you want to reduce the number of half breeds, maybe you want to teach them how to defend themselves against werewolves.
0: I just. It's possible. I just feel like... Like, and again, this is one of those things, right? Like, he's not... She's not wrong. And it's a very similar thing to Fudge where he's like, I'm questioning the way this school is run. You're not wrong. It's just not for the reason that you're here. Right? Because like, she's like, you've been introduced to spells that have been complex, inappropriate to your age group, and potentially lethal. Yes, that's true. You had the unforgivable curses used on you. So, yes. True. But before that, you're talking about half-breeds, so no. And you're saying, so it just, it's just all, he says you've been frightened into believing that you are likely to meet dark attacks every other day. Well, I mean, again, the professor was a Death Eater, who escaped from Azkaban to kill I mean, There's
1: a notorious mass and even if you don't, and
0: if you don't even want to, like even if you don't want to, like, accept that Voldemort's back, right? He did attempt, like the, the Death Eater, who was disguised as this X R Attempted to kill Harry. I don't like. Think he he attempted to kill a student. Like
1: I think that they just covered that up. I I'm just because I'm, he because he gave the kiss. I think that they're just like, what are you talking about? Mad Eye Moody was a professor there the whole time. He's making up fanciful tales that his teacher was a Death Eater in disguise. Who has? Who can? who can possibly under the watchful eyes of Albus Dumbledore impersonate someone for an entire year,
0: a death eater who escaped from Azkaban like 20 years ago.
1: But like I said, because, because fudge gave the kiss before Mm -hmm. anyone got had any, he didn't. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You know what I mean? I also think too, though, the idea that like you said, like there are, there are, Real educational issues at Hogwarts, but also to like to insult their past professors, even if they didn't like them, like even if you're insulting like Lockhart, like if she would have gone after Lockhart, which is hilarious that she didn't go after him, who was a f- fraud and a phony,
0: as well, because no to one knows, who happens
1: to be a half breed.
0: I think his his image is still intact though, so. I mean, other than the fact that he was, like, he lost his memory. Like, his image is still intact.
1: Um, Yeah, but I mean, but I just choose. Not everyone probably loves loved Lupin, especially like once they found out that he was a werewolf. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like you know the Slytherins or whatever. But he was objectively a good teacher, and to align yourself against him before they even have gotten to know you. It's not, like, as a politician, it's not smart. No. So. And shut up. Just, yeah, just, just. shut up and go to jail already. Hashtag, this is a hashtag I use for all of um, Tupé Fiasco and his cabinet, but also, hey, Umbridge, hashtag shut up and go to jail already
0: please um no we haven't Hermione said we just your hand is not up Miss Granger Hermione put her hand up Umbridge turns away it is my understanding that my predecessor not only performed illegal curses in front of you but actually performed them on you well he turned out to be a maniac didn't he said Dean Thomas mind you we still learned loads exactly like we said it was just too lit it was lit but it was too lit (laughs) and that's fine they still learned something your hand is not up, Mr. Thomas, trilled Professor Umbridge. Now, it is the view of the ministry that a theoretical knowledge will be more than sufficient to get you through your examination, which, after all, is what school is all about. No. No, it's no. not. No. Not at and all. And you know what this reminds me of? Um, is... The school that I went to in 8th grade Um, was very, like, focused on the CSTs, I think is what it is. Um, so, like, the mm-hmm. standardized test, um... And that was like what they they taught to the test, and that was what it was for. But it was like, I mean, that's fine, right? You can do that. And but you're not gonna learn anything else. And like that test is very, it's just it's 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 not broad, and it's not like one. It's just not a good way to teach people. And like, oh, you need to learn this because if you don't pass this test, then some terrible thing is gonna happen to you. Um, no child is fine, right? Right, but it's, and it's also just, like, one, you know, kids learn different ways. Um, It's also, that's not the point of going to school. The point of going to school is not to learn a test and pass it. It's to, like, learn all of these tools that will help you in the future to get a job and to, like, you know, learn how to pay rent and to, like, budget and to, you know, you you would think. Right. Um, And so saying that that's what it's about, like, okay, you passed your OWLs, now what? Like, then what do you do with your life? And it's also like you got the certificate, but like, what does that mean? That doesn't really mean anything um, without having other tools.
1: It's also one of those things too, where like examinations and tests are, like you said too, like people learn differently, and then they're biased. And so, like, for a good number of people, I'm thinking Harry included, even though he could do more in terms of studying and things. Yeah, Um, absolutely. But he's a visual learner. And so it's going to stick with him better if he does get to do it, like, practical examinations as opposed to reading it, right? I'm the same way, like, you know, there's that whole, like, you learn by doing, you know? (laughs) And so I can, like, better understand the physical, like, are the theories and like the reasoning behind things if I've done it. You know what I mean? You like show me a diagram or whatever. Oh, Trelawney's getting fired. Girl. Sorry. Um, this is her home. Um, but no. anyway, I can better understand those things um, once I've done them. And I can then explain it back to you. I can write about it. I mm-hmm. can take an examination. Had I just read the the textbook, I probably wouldn't be able to do that because I can't remember Same. that shit.
0: Same. Like I would skim over half that stuff. I wouldn't know not one Seriously. part. The other thing is, is like, and like we see from well, actually, let me continue. Never mind. And your name is, she added, staring at Parvati, whose hand had just shot up. Uh, Parvati Patel, isn't there a practical bit in our Defense Against the Dark Arts OWL? Aren't we supposed to show that we can actually do the countercurses and things? So, again, it's not like... Wilbert Slinghard is not setting the OWL, right? Like Roasted. And um, I actually wrote Boom in here. That's really funny. Um, And, I mean, (laughs) Fudge isn't writing the Defense Against the Dark Arts OWL. Umbridge isn't writing it, right? So, like, there's an outside entity and, like, organization, and they may be, like affiliated with the ministry but they're writing the exam and they're setting the exam and so you're like i'm gonna teach to the test but if you don't teach all of it like it's just it's not the actual uh reason why she's they're only doing the reading of the book and and only studying the theory the reason is not to teach to the test right and like i've already said that that's a trash way to teach but that's not really the reason why she's teaching that way that's just the excuse that she's giving it's like the outward excuse that she's giving to people um and Parvati sees right through that which I appreciate and she's just like okay fine if you are teaching to the test if that's say that's what we're doing why is it that we're not learning the practical part when that's part of the test like excluding all the other stuff and being attacked and blah 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 but like you talk about the test this isn't really doing that um right and so she says, as long as you have studied the theory hard enough, there is no reason why you should not be able to perform spells under carefully controlled examination con- uh, conditions, which is false. Um, Without ever practicing them before, said Parvati incredulously, are you telling us the first time we're going to do the spells will be during our exam? I repeat, as long as you have studied a theory hard enough, and what good's theory going to be in the real world, said Harry, because he, he goes
1: straight to the, you know what I mean? He not care about the test.
0: no he doesn't he doesn't give a fuck so like again like poverty tried to just operate within umbridge's own argument and harry's like fuck that argument what about the real world um which is in part like it's very true but i was gonna say it's also just like he doesn't read the room again none of the trio really have tact in very different situations um right in this situation it's not even that harry doesn't have tact it's that he's too angry to care And so he recognizes it and he's read the room but he just doesn't give a fuck because he's mad. Um, Which I think is different. So. Yeah. Um, This is a school, Mr. Potter. Not the real world. Um, So we're not going to be prepared for what's waiting out there? There's nothing waiting out there, Mr. Potter. Oh yeah? Who do you imagine wants to attack children like yourselves? Hmm. Let's think. Maybe Lord Voldemort? Which I—that's when he does fucked up. It's when he fucked up. I still really love that. Of all the gifts no. from the Order of the Phoenix movie, that's the only one I like.
1: <laughs>
0: that may be false, but that's the only one I really care about and appreciate.
1: The one where, Voldemort shoots glass and then Dumbledore... on. I don't the think. I
0: don't think that's a gift. I mean, maybe you can make that one. I don't think that's a. I, it I don't think be. that's what that is. Um, Ron gasped. Lavender Brown uttered a little scream. Neville slipped sideways off his stool. Um, Umbridge didn't flinch. She stared at Harry 10 point. Oh, with a grimly satisfied expression on her face. So again, she's gaslighting. She knows what she's doing and she's like, got him. You know what I mean? She's just like, crossed him over, got him where I want him. We're about to take these 10 points from Gryffindor. Um, now let me make a few things quite plain. You have been told that a certain dark wizard has returned from the dead. He wasn't dead, said Harry angrily, but yeah, he's returned. Mr. Potter, you have already lost your house. Ten points. Do not make matters worse for yourself. As I was saying, you have been informed that a certain dark wizard is at large again. This is a lie. It is not a lie, said Harry. I saw him. I fought him. Detention, Mr. Potter. Tomorrow, said Umbridge triumphantly. So again, this is like... It's one of those things that like we've pointed out time and time again with Snape, right? Where like maybe Harry is wrong for talking out of turn and he's not really but um, a lot of the times when Snape is angry at Harry is when he does something like he gets himself in trouble and then Snape is like yes now I get to punish him Um, this situation is more like Harry is telling the truth it's not something that Umbridge wants to hear so she's like yes I get to punish him so it's slightly different um, but it's the same like she still kind of relishes in being able to like dole out punishments to this child Um, because she's the worst. Yeah. Uh, Tomorrow evening. Also, like,
1: sorry, this is real quick, but there's also like, it. It goes back to the tact thing and like picking your battles and stuff. But um, Harry has to learn. um, This, I mean, listen. The amount of times I could have gone off at my job these past couple of months, but I have to take a deep breath. And be like this isn't the way that I win, mm-hmm. you know, and Harry's too angry. Harry's fifteen; she's a grown ass woman. Like there are all of these things, right? But like, as a, a part of this journey of becoming an adult too, is like learning how to win,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's not always just by shouting people down,
0: right? Um, tomorrow evening, five o'clock, my office. I repeat, this is a lie. The Ministry of Magic guarantees that you are not in danger from any dark wizard. If you are still worried, by all means, come and see me outside class hours. If someone is alarming you with fibs about reborn dark wizards, I would like to hear about it. I am here to help. I am your friend. Um, so again, she's just asking them to snitch because she's the worst. She's the feds. But she um, also
1: gets to then like set herself up as like hero and savior. Like mm-hmm. I'm if anyone's alarming you and terrorizing you with these like false tales of Baba Yaga, like I'm mm-hmm. here to help soothe and comfort and like push away your fears or right. whatever.
0: Which isn't bullshit. Um and now you will kindly continue your reading, page five, basics for beginners. Um Umbra just sat down behind her desk again. Harry, however, had stood up, everyone was staring at him, Seamus looked half scared, half fascinated. Um, really quickly about Seamus, right? So, like, he got a moment of, like, angry Harry, but part of it was because his mother was, called like, called him a liar and he, like, came at Harry sideways and didn't leave him alone when he was angry. But this is the first time, and really, like, all of them, it's the first time other than, um, Ron and Hermione, which it says in, like, two seconds, um, that Harry has talked about Cedric, um, and that other people have heard about it. And part of them is, like, they're all curious, but it's also, like, like the conviction that he has when he's talking about this and like he's very clearly upset and like angry about it right so like sure he could be lying but like with the amount of passion that he has behind it it's very clear that that's not the case Um, and that he's telling the truth and he's very upset that like no one is believing him Um, and so I think like Seamus is kind of coming to that but he made an ass of himself the night before so he's leaving it alone you know
1: yeah I also think that it's um. Important that they see Harry's willing to stand up to like a teacher to speak his truth. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if he wasn't lying, or if he I'm sorry, if he was lying about it, he's already got a detention, right? Like he's already made the scene. Like if, if he is what they are saying about him, he's a detention seeking, whatever, whatever. He's already, like, done that, right? He's made the scene. He said the thing. He's got his detention. Um, and there is no, like, he's at this level of, like, I have so few fucks to give Mm -hmm. that people are starting to be like, well, dang, there must be something, you know what I mean? Like, this is... Right. Like, like, the conviction behind it is, like, strong.
0: Right. Um... Harry, no, Hermione whispered, um, but Harry jerked his arm out of her reach. So according to you, Cedric Diggory dropped dead of his own accord, did he? Um, So all the class stares avidly from Harry to Professor Umbridge, who raised her eyes and was staring at him without a trace of a fake smile on her face. Cedric Diggory's death was a tragic accident, she said coldly. Um, Which is like, it's such a lazy story, right? Like, Mm -hmm. a student died um in this tournament and they're just like it was an accident when like a very there was some other shit that went down and like all these students saw that and should realize that it wasn't an act like it i don't know they could have also pinned it on harry but they didn't um because they know that shit was just it's not what happened you know what i mean like they know they're lying um yeah And so, yeah, Um, it was murder, said Harry. He could feel himself shaking. Um, Voldemort killed him, and you know it. Umbridge's face was quite blank. Um, For a moment, he thought she was going to scream at him. Then she said in her softest, most sweetly girlish voice, come here, Mr. Potter, dear. He kicked his chair aside, strode around Ron and Hermione, and up to the teacher's desk. He felt so angry he did not care what happened next. Um, Umbridge pulled a small roll of pink parchment out of her handbag, Um, and wrote a note on it then sealed it so that he could not open it take this to professor take this to professor McGonagall he took it and left the room um, slamming the classroom door shut behind him Um, on his way to McGonagall he runs into Peeves who feeds on chaos and anger and is like I smell an upset and traumatized child let's go traumatize them some more let's do this this." (laughs) it's on and popping um why it's potter we potter cackled peeves um get out of it peeves oh crackpot's feeling cranky what's what's it this time i find potty friend hearing voices seeing visions speaking in he blew a gigantic raspberry tongues i said leave me alone he shouted running down the nearest flight of stairs but peeves merely slid along the banister on his back beside him Oh, most think he's barking, that potty wee lad. But some are more kindly and just think he's sad. But Peevesy knows better and says that he's mad. Shut up! Um, the door was left open and McGonagall emerged. What on earth are you shouting about, Potter? As Peeves cackled gleefully and zoomed out of sight. Why aren't you in class? I just, I just feel like McGonagall should assume Peeves, or her should just be like, "It's Peeves," and she'd be like, "All right, I get it." Um, but there are more important things. She did, she didn't ask me she's
1: like, why are you shouting? She sees peeves and she's like, all right, why aren't you in class? Right. Exactly. I get why you shout now. <laughs> um,
0: peeves is I've a been problem. sent. Peeves a
1: is a problem. lovable problem. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I've been sent to see you. Uh, said Harry stiffly sent. What do you mean sent? He held out a note to Professor Umbridge. Um, McGonagall unseal or yeah, unseals it and reads it. Um, come in here, Potter. Well, she said, "Is this true? Is what true, Professor?" He said. He added an attempt to sound more polite. "Is it true that you shouted at Professor Umbridge?" "Yes," said Harry. "You called her a liar." "Yes." "You told her Hugh he must not be named his back." "Yes." Professor McGonagall sat down behind her desk, frowning at Harry. Then she said, "Have a biscuit, Potter." Legend. "Have what?" "Just iconic." Um, "Have a biscuit," she repeated impatiently, "and sit down." Um, so Harry takes a biscuit, sits. Potter, you need to be careful. Um, her tone at all was not what Harry was used to. Um, it was not brisk, crisp, and stern. It was low and anxious, and somehow more human than usual. Misbehavior in Dolores Umbridge's class could cost you much more than house points and in detention. What do you, Potter? Use your common sense. You know where she comes from. You must know who to, to whom she's reporting. Um, it says she's given you detention every evening this week, starting tomorrow. Every evening this week, Harry repeated horrified, but Professor, couldn't you? No, I couldn't, but she is your teacher and has every right to give you detention. You will go to her room at five o'clock tomorrow for the first one. Just remember, tread carefully around Dolores Umbridge, but I was telling the truth, said Harry, Voldemort's back, you know he is, Professor Dumbledore knows he is. For heaven's sakes, Potter, said Professor McGonagall, do you really think this is about truth or lies? It's about keeping your head down and your temper under control. She stood up, nostrils wide and mouth very thin, and he stood too. "'Have another biscuit.' "'No, thanks,' said Harry. "'Don't be ridiculous.' He took one. "'Thanks,' he said grudgingly. "'Didn't you listen to Dolores Umbridge's speech at the start of the term feast, Potter?' "'Yeah,' said Harry. "'Yeah.' "'She said, progress will be prohibited or... "'Well, it meant that that the Ministry of Magic is trying to interfere at Hogwarts.' Magano eyed him for a moment, then sniffed, walked around her desk and held the door open for him. Well I'm glad you listened to Hermione Granger at any rate, and she said she said, pointing him out of her office. Um yes. I love that he
1: just knows. I mean she just she just She's knows.
0: already she's like uh you progress didn't listen.
1: For ju- well Or something. Um, the ministry is interfering with Hogwarts. Yeah. I'm glad Hermione's around. Um who's your MVP?
0: <sighs> Hermione motherfucking Granger.
1: Who else? I literally have three MVPs.
0: Oh, God. Can you narrow it down to someone who won? I would like to say really quickly before I ask that because, and this is for everyone, like, if you you honestly have three MVPs, fine, that's what it is. But it makes it so much easier for me to record when it's not like, all of the people except for one. How do I how do I quantify that in my spreadsheet? Like that's nice and I appreciate people. it and I want to honor your vote, but also like, chill a little bit.
1: Yeah, this is quantifiable. Three distinct people. My bitch is a little bit more problematic, but still. Um, so I got Dean Thomas. I guess he doesn't need to be MVP. Okay. I just, a special shout out to Dean. Okay. For, ki- for kicking it off. Because she was really trying to, like, shade Harry and Hermione. And Dean was like, well, what we won't be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, what we will be doing is talking about this more. Because he's um, a true friend. So, he gets a special, like, participant badge. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then, Hermione motherfucking Granger... She, she's an MVP for, like you said, calling out what needs to be called out, speaking truth to power, and then Minerva motherfucking McGonagall for one of the most legendary moments in Potter history, it's Have true. a Biscuit Potter. That is true. Which also someone like made ribbons that said Have a Biscuit Potter at LeakyCon, and I was trying to get one so bad I couldn't find them, but I found, like, mm-hmm. I need that so hard. Um, and two, because she is reiterating what Hermione is tr- has been trying to tell Harry, but with the, the authority and the respect, like Harry's always really respected her. And so hopefully, I mean, it's not going to happen, spoiler heavy podcast, but it sinks in a little bit. It, it has a little bit more weight to it. Um, so yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and Amani's MVP is Hermione Jean motherfucking Granger for calling out Ron's ain't shitness. Is that? Okay, whatever. And wingman as, ain't shitness as a wingman and Umbridge's bullshit. It's a lot of curse words. Um, (laughs) Ariana is, um, Dean Thomas and Hermione motherfucking Granger for speaking truth to power. um, I believe is Portia's vote, McGonagall.
0: I don't think so. I'm not. I don't think she gave her I don't vote. Think so. Okay. Um, who but did you? Support...
1: Who did you bench? Um, I benched the ministry. Okay, this is what I educational mean. Educational expert. Yeah. Okay. But how about? I said that's not quantifiable, and then the quantifiable one is Dolores. Jane, that bitch over there, Umbridge.
0: Okay. <laughs> that bitch over there, Umbridge? That's funny. Um. I
1: just... Because, you know, we got Hermione, Jean, motherfucking Granger. It's true. Dolores, Jane, we need a bitch assness, Umbridge? Maybe that's it? I Motherfucking mean... Granger and fucking mother, Umbridge. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or just never mind. It maybe it's just the tones. So it's like motherfucking Granger and like motherfucking Umbridge. Like there you go. Like. Yeah. Anyway, I bench for two. Jane motherfucking Granger,
1: she's
0: the worst. Dolores Jane motherfucking Umbridge. I like it. Yeah. Um I also benched her cuz she's the worst. Um I bench Dumbledore because um cuz he's Amani. money. His entire yeah, his entire school is in shambles because all you do is hire unqualified Nazis and promote your drinking buddies over qualified black women. I mean, the qualified black valid. woman
1: is professor Plaint. Oh yeah. For
0: those who aren't aware of that, um, head cannon
1: of that was her team cannon.
0: Yes. It's very true. Um, um and Ariana benched Umbridge as well. um, and it does not look like we're about to get Portia's vote so that's fine we'll get it later but like, um, let's just
1: assume Portia Umbridge because is an academic and so you know
0: I'm assuming that but I also don't want to put her vote down that's yes. not her vote so yeah this is a democracy um so thank, um, you, guys thank so you for much. listening <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week we will discuss oh, chapter 13 to do again I know chapter 13 of Harry Potter and the order of the Phoenix detention with Dolores. So more fun next week. It's going to be awesome. Uh, make sure to read and follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Um, if you want to join the conversation on Twitter, add us at we black and nerds use the hashtag wizard team. Um, as always check out our website, blackgirlscreate.org. girls um, And yeah, read and review us become a patron Send us a cheering charm. Buy some merch. All that stuff. Buy some oh merch. Oh my
1: god. So some, I got some really exciting news today. And one of the most exciting pieces of that news is that I get to get new stationery. Ooh. Like I get a whole new... I got a whole... You know what I mean? Because you got to start with a new, fresh, clean slate. And I think I'm going to get a somebody write that fanfic. Actually, I hate... I hope I can get it not ruled. I hate ruled paper. Anyway... I'm about to get I'm about to step up my stationary game
0: and you should do that too you listener I should too um cool you. thanks for listening and we will talk to you next week
1: oh 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 check out um our twitter and facebook page to see who won the giveaway
0: yes do that